0: Awkward. <laughs> yeah, awkward silence.
1: Uh, but we're, we're hot. We're live. We're live. You want to hit him with the promo, Brady? Oh, right
0: off the bat? Hit him with the promo. That's Let's early.
1: get us talking the easy way.
0: All right. Yeah, yeah, so as everyone should know, I mean, it's November. App season is officially, unofficially? It's It's, it's here.
1: official for me. Yeah. You're thinking about Hunts? Oh, yeah. I'm, I've got couple states dialed in right now like i know exactly when i'm hitting the go button exactly what right. it is
0: i'm thinking about hunts jerry we were talking about hunts we we're talking about hunts so Actually,
2: all, all three of us separately are yeah. planning next year's hunts yeah we're all it's planning
0: great. for next year so if you want to plan for next year's hunts you need some uh, research tools and you need the i'm gonna say it the best research tools
1: it is the best so get yourself a go hunt i don't <laughs> give a shit if i sound biased exactly <laughs> it the best.
0: it's our podcast we can say yeah, that exactly right? So, get yourself a Go Hunt Insider membership, and we like to give you guys a little kickback. So, use promo code PODCAST. They'll give you 50 points back to the Go Hunt Gear Shop, $1.1. $1. $1, so, that's 50 bucks back in your pocket to spend on whatever you want to spend. So, yeah, we got, uh, we got Idaho coming up. We got Alaska coming up. And we roll right into Wyoming, Arizona. And then we're rolling with rolling. research. Yes. So, yeah, stay tuned for a bunch of cool, in depth application strategy articles from us so but you can always use filtering 2.0 we got draws you got everything you need kind of right now to start planning your hunt for next year and then we'll have updated draw odds coming out here really soon so yes we will i'm excited for rap season
1: it's like our our version of the lottery you know yeah, what i mean yeah. it's like that's like everyone in like all the city folk ask if you play the lottery like no i play i mean yeah i just play a different form of a lottery I feel like it's higher stress, but it is <laughs> way higher stress. Yeah. We're also invested, uh, way more way than just hoping we get rich on a yeah. Saturday
0: morning. Yeah, I don't know if you can get rich off the draws, but you can. No, it's you a can different get type poor. of rich, re- enriching your life.
2: Your joy, It's yeah. it's enriching joy.
1: experience. But definitely, what would pouring your wallet? What would it be? Depleting your wallet, depleting, depleting. Yeah, but I was trying to use poor in that mm. rich and poor thing. Anyways, I'd rather die with memories and die with cash, though. I
0: agree. Like I've always said that that's kind of how I live my life. Couldn't agree more. And I mean, I'm biased again, shameless plug, but like drew a lot of tags because of the research tools that we have.
1: I mean, look, we get validated all the time in social and emails. Uh, First of all, that's like the best thing ever. So if anyone wants to validate us, it's so, it's so awesome to hear like exactly what we pour our energy into is like genuinely helping people for the exact reason that we build it. Um, and we've had a lot this year. I feel like this year, more than more yeah. so than other years, we've had so many people reach in and say, I never would have had this tag. I never would have been able to hunt with my dad. I never would have, you know, XYZ. It's been awesome this year. Well, a lot of people. The proof's
2: in the pudding. Yeah. I mean, we run into people in the field or at dealer events, even other retailers so that just, just rave on the, on the software. For yeah, sure, it's rad. That's awesome.
0: Did you see the one we got today? I did. That yeah. one the guy was giving Cody Nelson a yeah. shout out?
1: Big shout out. That, first of all. Cody Nelson gets all the shout outs. That guy, that guy is the definition of customer service. Yeah. He's a gem. Literally the definition of customer service. Cody Nelson. Yeah. He was texting, he was texting
0: this guy on a Sunday. The guy like, I felt bad texting Cody, but Cody responded right back. Helped me on the optics questions, bought some optics. Yep. Yeah. Cody Nelson stud,
2: man. He's a dictionary for optics. He really is some scary some scary stuff some stuff where you look at them. sometimes you're like you shouldn't know yeah, that pal. What? wait what like, you really sh- <laughs> you're crossing the line on scary on some of the some of the details it's an, awesome. it's an encyclopedia for sure speaking of
0: optics
1: yeah so the first thing I noticed when I walked in here is something very different is on the table than usual usual is just like PEDs and water and some stuff today we got something that's piquing my interest what is this it's a little different we also yeah. have
0: well first off we have the man the myth the legend Jared Bernstein in the <laughs> office Oh
1: boy. What is on the table is so interesting, I forgot to introduce the guest. We'll, just, we'll put it Well, that well, way. well
0: our, our, our man, T-Rail, is not here to keep us <laughs> in yeah, line. That's true. So, yeah, Trail is actually out. I'm not going to do what Trail does to me. He's hunting mule deer in a certain state with his bow.
1: Yes. Not going to say the state.
0: Not going to say the state. Okay. I just don't wanna, Trail, Trail would say it if he was on it. Oh, he had 100% <laughs> he, would <definitely, laughs> he would definitely say it. But, yeah, he, was tech, he actually got a little bit of service, and uh, he's been on quite a few bucks but nothing that he's excited about yet.
1: But yet, that's the key word. Yeah, he
0: has a great tag, really yep. good tag, and then with his
2: bow. But yeah. He's in his element. He's in his element. He's definitely in his element.
1: Well, Jared, what is on the table is not a bow. What is this? It is
2: not a bow. So that is the new uh, laser rangefinder ballistic calculator from Vortex Optics, that that tan device that's mounted up there on top of the scope. So that mm-hmm. is an all-in-one Um, weather station, ballistic calculator, and laser rangefinder. And so through that backlit display, once properly configured, you push one button and your firing solution for your specific situation is displayed, allowing you to then reach very quickly to your elevation turret. Give that uh, input to the scope and begin throwing lead.
1: Can I ask one very one-on-one question before Brady peppers you with all the stuff that I won't I be able to I'm understand? An, let, me, let, me, let me take care of the is, net uh, in the first grade questions. Mm-hmm. So I hunt with that on. Absolutely. So that's on while I'm hunting.
2: It, it is. It, it is or it can be. Or there's also a, a remote that can be mounted, rail mounted, stock mounted, um, or just carried, you know, vinyl harness. You know, mounted yeah. that you can operate the rangefinder from here. So if you were in position, you had a good sight alignment, sight picture, and you're laying on the gun, you can push this button. It will range for you, and you can literally look up, see the firing solution, and and dial. dial. Or in that or in that situation, maybe just use your reticle and hold and set. Yeah. It. So this. It's on a it's on a pick rail. It's on a mount. Yep. So we call that the diving board mount. That that replaces the top ring of of the Vortex Precision yeah. Match Ring series. Um, that mount doesn't come with the uh, with the impact. You buy that mount separate. The impact can also be mounted at three or nine o'clock if you were using say a gas gun or if your stock had Picatinny rail mm. or M-Lock capability on the side. There we go. Why do companies question. always sell that separate? It's the like mount- you need it. You needed to have it. Because of the ring. So that mount only fits the PMR ring. So oh, if you okay. if you were like, hey, You'd I'm, to pick I'm a Night Force ring guy, yeah, yeah. which is great. Night Force makes a great ring. You may just want a rail mounted or.
1: Got it. That actually does make or sense. Stock I thought you were nickel and diamond. Or
2: you may night. not like it up top. You know, some some uh, you know the initial impression that everybody sees is like, whoa, that's big. Um, I'll tell you after carrying it around in the field, I haven't had it negatively impact me at all. I truthfully thought it was gonna be a learning curve. Hmm. Um, So if you were that guy, you could easily mount it at three or nine o'clock on the platform that allowed for that. Um, and conveniently, it's not like a bad time to talk about the zeroing target that it comes with. Shows you if you were to mount it on the side of the gun, use this reflective um, target and a visible laser to align the the sight and the scope. But it, it tells you and we set you up to for success if you're mounted at three or nine o'clock as well with the with the zeroing target. Hmm. So the, the hard part's kind of done. There is a lot of instructions, but if you follow them to the detail, it's about 15 to 20 minutes to set it up and you're cooking. With, I got cooking. one
1: more 101 question before you start Brady okay. so you know that Revic internal scope mm-hmm. this is that just on an external thing
2: this doesn't dial for you that that dials the scope from if I'm, if I'm not mistaken
3: no I,
1: I have to dial the scope
2: so that I'll truthfully is not a product that I'm super super spooled up on okay so that that's you, what it's you range and it, it gives you ballistic me. info
1: I range so with that Revic, I have it for my wife Mm-hmm. um so i range it's on her gun. I, I range and then in the optic itself in the eye optic of the rifle i do the my dial turret mm-hmm. and as i'm dialing the range is changing like the call range is changing in the top of the optic until i get to where i want shut the vertical dope elevation. on it yep the vertical ele- elevation on it mm-hmm. and then and then I'll, if I change angles and stuff, it'll it'll change with it. Probably a, fa- a
2: fail on my part for not being super spooled up on that product. Truthfully, I I would have to look into that to accurately compare them for that you. That's a bad to be and I'll ha- put that on me. First. No, I'm not, I'm <laughs> happy to. Look, I was born ugly and I can't spell. I mean, you got to know your downfalls, right? But the <laughs> that that thing, as soon as you range, there's a there's a backlit display which I can you know you turn on with one button. You hit one button to range, and once you're you know you build so that a rifle range
1: actually ranges that is a range Oh yeah, okay, Absolutely. so it's different. It's different. Then. Yep, and using the target, that. you
2: align it to the scope. So the way that you if you're looking through the scope, once it's mounted and zeroed correctly, you're looking through the scope at the elk, and you reach up and push the button or you touch it on the remote and the rangefinder is aligned with your reticle and so it ranges off of where your scope is using obviously a laser being a laser rangefinder and then it uses the ballistic calculator on board to give you a firing solution for that particular elk. Wow. And it's obviously got complete compass uh it knows where it is using obviously GPS and it um it's a pretty it's a pretty badass unit. The only other mm. thing on the market um it that does kind of what it does is like in that $9,000 price range. And these are on the shelf at two grand. So it's, it's a lot of technology, um, and it's powered by geoballistics, which vortex, um, you know, that's, this is now our second product with geoballistics in it. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of product. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot to unravel. Yeah. It is a lot to unravel. Just my. And we're not even in the mapping side of it. So you can use it and actually drop pins on a map in geoballistics with the rangefinder. So looking at that elk on the hill at 715, when you range it in your GB app, you can have a pin of where that elk is standing based on where the laser rangefinder hit. Wow. So, so there's shoot, a lot you shoot going pre. On. You know you're shooting at sunset. I know you were going to go into the mapping thing, but I already, I already beat you. I to think
1: it. he just noticed that you keep saying elk, and that's why Brady's like really excited. Oh,
2: that's why. That excited. Excited. Yeah, just because yeah. Yeah. he's here is the only reason he's elk. Is every yeah, example possible? Yeah, big big elk guy. Right? Huge <laughs> elk yeah. guy. Huge elk. Yeah.
0: Gosh, I'm never going to let this one down.
2: You've been killing elk.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have been. I've been on a pretty crazy, crazy train. He likes him.
2: All right, he go. Likes
0: I know. So I'll let, I'll let, know the, expert, I know I'll let the expert
1: take over after my dumb questions.
0: So to me, it's like, this is honestly like, this is very new to me. I know nothing about this product, mm-hmm. nothing about these products in general. Even the other one you spoke of, that's like crazy expensive. And so seeing it for the first time, it's super intriguing to me like, right now. Like I can see, I understand benefits of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I want to jump back to that little target to me. It's like, how is this actually? How easy is it to get set up so it's actually perfectly on your reticle, like you're saying? Because it sounds like it's pretty simple. It's, but are you setting this up at 100
2: yards? It's really simple. To yeah. Do a test? So no. So what you'll do is you'll zero. Um, say like for for instance, that's my coyote gun that's on the table. That gun is zeroed at 100 yards. Yep. Um, that I have a hatred for coyotes. <laughs> It's a hell truth. of a coyote hell of a coyote. Right
1: right <laughs> you should see my coyote setup compared yeah. to this thing. Yeah, that that's a little my... lever action right on the top of the truck.
2: No, I have a. Me and coyotes have a have an issue. I had a coyote. Just real quick story. I had a coyote get into uh, our chicken coop, and went mayhem on my wife's flock of chickens. And that is a um, in my house. That's like a. Marital issue, and so I had to go on a, a coyote crusade to to save my marriage. So, I have a coyote gun that rivals most people's um,
0: hunting guns. primary vehicles. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be a whole podcast in itself. How oh, you it save your marriage by shooting
2: coyotes? Yeah, we we could bring her in. There was there was crying. There was all coyotes it, it was a wild few days. Huh. So, but not good. But I did some shooting. Some coyotes did some dying. So. Um, so right, you have a rifle sighted set, set in, set, dead set on, on. the gun at in. Yeah, sight the gun in. Don't even turn the the impact on. Sight the rifle, and you have it at 100. You can okay.
1: choose your zero, 100, 150,
2: 200. Absolutely, so you choose your zero. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and you and you you input that into the geoballistic software. You can build. So let me back up real quick. You build a rifle profile. Okay, yep. we're gonna call it Jared's Coyote Gun. That Coyote Gun is labeled in the unit. Okay. It lives in the unit. It can also live in the ballistics software and you can upload it to the geoballistics for free to the server. So Mm -hmm. if you get a new phone or whatever happens, you can pull your, (laughs) pull your stuff back.
0: I've been there on some other uh, apps before where I lose everything. You lose everything. Right. So that that
2: is incredibly important. So it can live on there and it's standalone. It can live on the Ballistics app and it can live on the server and it can live all three places and Mm -hmm. update appropriately. You push the rifle profile to the to the impact. When you build the rifle profile, you tell it the zero, so you can say I zeroed at 111 yards, and it's going to start using that to do its math. When yep. you range at 350, it's using 111 as a starting point. If you range it, if you do 91, so normally when we would range at a, we zero at 100, but sometimes it's 92, sometimes it's really 107. You want that data right, so you're working with as much because just let that thing do the math. Right, yeah, I mean, garbage just, in is garbage out. It's going
0: to be perfect right, right away.
2: So once a gun's zeroed, we're going to say 100, which is exactly what that gun is zeroed at um, on the dot. I build that gun in here. You select your bullet profile. Um, Geoballistics has every available bullet, nearly. Um, If you custom load something, you can input that. So BC, muzzle velocity, temperature, and it does, it takes into account when you zeroed. So if I zero in Flagstaff, it's Mm 7,100 feet, it's 59 degrees, my humidity that day was 11%. It takes all that. When I go to a new environment, it uses that math, then takes a weather reading of when I'm about to shoot, and does all the math for us. Yep. Yep. Okay. So back to your, back to your question, Brady. So you then would mount the unit on the diving board or the rail or whatever you do. Um, you then use the onboard visible laser, which you select on, and there's actually a lock on the side to ensure that, um, that thing's not on, you know, yeah. inadvertently. Um, and you use that visible laser to aim. Your reticle is holding here. And in the manual, it tells you you need to be between 50 and 100 yards while okay. you're doing this. Um, if you were to do some wild zero, I would truthfully have to ask an engineer. Like, if you have a 300-yard zero, I would ask him what we needed to do here. I know it's possible, but I don't, yeah. I don't have it. So you would aim here, and then you literally, just with a screwdriver, move the visible laser until it reflects back in your eye. You're looking through the scope here. As soon as you see the laser oh, in your I eye, I see what the they're thing is together, now. Yeah, that makes sense. And you're done. It's that easy. Now, whatever you're looking at, with the reticle, the laser's looking at it I see that piece of well. paper? Yep. That's fine. And the instructions, it the, the instructions are actually on the back of there, too.
1: Okay. How long did it take for you to get it set up?
2: Uh, so I, I actually timed it. The second time I timed it, and I want to say it was like 16 minutes. Not bad. Build, build a rifle profile, swap the PMR ring cap. Now I was doing it all at my zero, so I was able to then just look right down the, right? Yeah. So there's some time. I saved myself some time there. Um, the you only thing that a I skipped though. yeah, hey, no, I mean, it's not. And, and once you zero, you're already kind of in that mode. The only thing I skipped is you do have to calibrate the unit when you pull it out of the box. They do tell you that you have to calibrate it anytime you go. Um, I want to say it says 30 to 50 miles. What it really comes down to is if you were to move from uh, New Jersey to California, it's important. If you were to go from New Jersey to Africa, it's important. If you were to go from Arizona to Wyoming, you're gonna be you're gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're you're playing with latitude and longitude. Yep. Um, so it's very to similar be, to most to be other safe exactly. Most
0: other any range finder you guys gotta calibrate your calibrate compass. Your or, stuff. Right. You
2: know. Right. Because it does use an onboard compass for the mapping, right? Mm-hmm. When you're dropping those pins. Um, it's also using it for the wind cause you have a wind capture mode. So you put it in wind capture mode and you tell it, Hey, the wind is in my face. The wind is in my right ear, right? And there's just a little dial. You move on there real easy. And then you give it miles per hour and it calculates the calculates. Wind yeah. It's probably doing
0: direction of fire and all that stuff to calculate. The-
2: yep. So that compass needs to be calibrated. Yeah. You do it real quick. The, the, the manual tells you, but you spin it a couple times. It, it takes about two and a half, three minutes and then you're done. You're done with that portion. Yeah. So, so
0: pretty much anyone who's been familiar with a ballistic app on your phone is able to build a profile, and it's just similar Absolutely. to every other app, basically. Absolutely, Geo ballistics,
1: which is like a super norm. I feel like these days, yeah, it used app- to be very confusing. I think to people, yeah, but, but now everyone, everyone's got that Sig Kilo or some or uh, the GunWorks one or some form of like you had to go in and build a profile. Yeah, like, I can feel like that's kind of commonplace now.
0: Yeah, like I literally built one the other day for a, for a gun. I got building something for my brother's guns. It's just two minutes, maybe yeah. maybe a minute, yeah. and you got all your data imported, and yeah. it's pretty nice. I like that it syncs to a cloud. Yeah, like that's huge to me.
2: And you can go in; you could go in on your laptop and edit your rifle, oh, you know. You and you can push stuff. Um, what else? You know, what else is neat too is it allows you to store range cards in the unit. Hmm. So for the tree stand, from a hunting standpoint, you would have from a tree stand you know, guy or a blind guy who has different lanes or whatever's going on in that food plot, you can have a range card built and see on your map on your app what you've observed and ranged and everything through your device. So you can mark, I mean, I just think of all the times that we've taken a shot. I mean, it happened to me in Mexico. I shot a coos deer at 801 last year at sunset, like at sunset. Mm -hmm. And I'm hiking into this stupid Canyon in the dark headlamp, you know, and you're, like, at 801, up, down, up, down, yeah. like, I mean, I think he was right here, I think he was right there, you could be following a line on a map, on a lit screen, you yeah. need a headlamp, yeah. you know, so there's a lot of uses for it, the other thing you can do is use it to measure, like, okay, I am um, I know my 308's good to, say, 650, well, that Coyotes at 1100, you can use it to measure and figure out which hilltop I need to get to, to shoot from, to where mm-hmm. I'm ethically and accurately going to have a chance, you yeah. know? So there's a lot, there's a lot you can do with it. And the app does not need cell signal to be doing all those things. That's all standalone from, That's huge. from the, you know, just cool.
0: So what would happen then, you know, you're traveling on a hunt, I'm going to fly, let's say I have to take it off. Mm-hmm. If I put it back on there, am I going to have to do any sort of recalibration, or is it going to be pretty pretty simple to mount it back you're,
2: on there? You're going to want to recalibrate. You're going to want to recalibrate, um, which is easy. Um, really, that point, I would just want to mark or remember which tooth of the pick rail that thing is sitting on. From yeah, a, like take, from a, from a, that take a silver sharpie
0: or something like that, and mark it on there so you yep. remember. And it's
2: not hard to just toggle that visible laser back on and mm-hmm. see if they're aligned, okay. right? So you can you can verify that without shooting, for sure. Which, if you're going to fly, you're probably going to want to zero when you get to where we're going. Yeah,
0: all the time. So, what other like main like pros for a hunter does this have? Uh,
2: You're you're taking a lot of stress out, right? So, what back in the day, we've done, we've all done the thing, you're writing dope on your stock. Well, that's mm -hmm. only so accurate because, like, we're talking about, you go from zeroing it in Flagstaff to hunting in Sonora. I mean, you might as well be in two different, you know, worlds, literally. Um you've we've all carried range cards, whether it's in our bino harness, well that's really cool because when your bino harness is open and the range card's in the little zipper, now I'm trying to shoot, I'm closing a harness, I'm mm-hmm. making noise, I'm zippering, I'm dropping, I'm stressed. Um now it's all it's all right here at twelve o'clock in this instance where I have to look at it and dial all in the same field of view. Yeah. Right. Um so from a speed standpoint it's a game changer yeah. because I can see you're not. speed. And you're also not doing this. You're not trying to pull it out and, OK, hey, what range did you get? Seven eleven. OK, am eleven, And oh, that's the biggest buck I've ever seen. And we're doing now all you're back this to Bucks. happy shit. Stick right? with bulls. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, biggest bull I've ever seen. I like that like you caught it. Yeah, I caught it. So from a speed standpoint, um, there's obviously the, the ethical standpoint of taking the guesswork out. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have we rushed a shot? you know, people that rush a shot, things get wounded. Um, you're taking a lot of that out of the equation. You're taking nearly all of it out of the equation, quite frankly, by Mm -hmm. just having something that has no emotion is just doing the math. Mm -hmm. Um, like you said, you hit the nail on the head, what you put in, you're going to get out, but it's really not complicated once it's set up right to get in the rhythm of, it's just, it's just part of the process. You know, it's just part of shooting on an empty lung and slow steady press and it just becomes part of the part of the shot
1: notice you said press I did notice I was going to jump in and say that that's my biggest I wish Trail was here
0: biggest pet peeve when people say they whatever Squeeze pull the trigger, the trigger pull the trigger it's, you know you press he, he yells at
1: Trail and I all the time because we talk about pulling the trigger and he's oh. like no 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 press press
2: do we should agree on something we you did, did. write that down too yeah
1: so what a day. another one on one comment here so what I'm what we're looking at is what is that like three to four inches off the top of the scope that you're adding into height
2: from the yeah from like the top the, of the ring sure yeah, yeah from yeah, the two, top two of the and objective. a half yep
1: and it's four inches long
2: yep and it weighs
1: 16 ounces okay that's what I, so it's not heavy at all
2: no, I mean, look, we've all spent. I mean, you got well, I carbon, carbon barrel, right? Like you, you spend good money to make these things lighter, carbon stock. I mean, we've all we all have all done it. Um, I, I view it as as good weight. Uh, what's the what's the term Cody Nelson uses when we're talking about optics and weight? He's got a phenomenal. I almost mm. want to call him and put him on the speaker. He said it yeah. thirty times with me, and I and I love it every time he says it. I mean, wait is good. It'll, it'll come to me, but it's 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 a f- way of saying good weight, But he's got a better way of saying yeah. It. yeah.
1: So um, so what I'm getting at there is so you've hunted with this obviously right?
2: A, a little bit, not not super backcountry. I'm not going to tell you I've had it 30 miles in, but I've done done quite a few days with it. it
1: and it up. doesn't you don't notice it getting in the way or anything. I don't. I mean, it is directly in line, like you said. It's right at 12 o'clock. So I don't know why it would. It's just I, kind of popping into my mind of if.
2: Now, if you, you will, think about you know, it, mounted like if you were to carry it, if you were going in deep and you were walking, and, and say it's like the day before the hunt, for instance, on the side of your pack, um, it's it's so vertical that it's not yeah. it's not a huge deal. You're you're not making a habit of slamming your backpack into every tree you walk by anyway, so yeah. it's not your, your scope's still right there. We're still being careful. It's mm-hmm. still around the glass, right? Um, and when I carry, I actually carry nearly right under that. And I actually find that it rests and it kind of bumps right up against my arm and I feel it and it's there and, it, and my arm hmm. is protecting it from anything that's going on left and right. So I don't, I don't find it to be an inconvenience at all. Um, it took me some time to get over it visually, truthfully, just like, okay, how am I going to mess this thing up? But, but I have not had, I mean, you can look at it. I, I have not had a, uh, haven't had an incident yet.
1: Visually. I think it looks cool as shit vis- visually. Yeah, I mean, it that thing look cool. is—it looks like you are doing something with that on there.
2: Well, you're hitting—you're hopefully hitting what you're shooting at because yeah. it's, it's doing a lot of the work for you. Um, the the LCD screen will flip automatically. So if you do decide to move, mount it three or nine, you're, you don't have to go in and change anything. It just automatically does it. It's a—it's uh, a really our team did a really really good job with that thing.
0: What type of battery does it take?
2: CR one twenty three. Oh really? Yep. Huh. Yeah. So super commonly available. You can rip one out of your flashlight if you need to, or your mm-hmm. headlamp if you need to. Um, does have an auto shut off, so once you range, you can do either a one minute or a three minute, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um, so once you range, and it'll sit there and leave that data up for you if you're waiting for that you know, bull to turn. Um, and then if he doesn't, you can obviously turn it back on.
3: Hmm.
1: Do you have anything in your mind of what that would cure for you, like something that's happened in the past? I can just think of like maybe a new hunter. New hunter, like you said, just want that piece, of, it's like basically hunting
0: peace of mind. It's like eliminating a lot of those steps that are really confusing and complicated and like trying to range something from the side, mm-hmm. trying to set it down, trying to pick it up and redo it. Where like a lot of times, like when I shot that buck last week, like literally I was constantly on my gun looking at it and then oh, I'm just ranging again, where this I can just be on the gun, comfortable leaning in on it, range, range, range. As the bucket's up, I can still range, range, range as the buck's moving. At one
2: magnification. Yeah. So how, how frustrating can it be when, like, especially, you know, we, we talk to coos Deer Hunters, right? You're looking through, you got the coos you're getting ready to shoot, and you have a Kuz bucket, say, 12 power. Then you grab your six power rangefinder oh. and you're like, oh, is it that bush? Is it that bush you just walked yeah. behind? Is it that rock? Precision and ranging. And now you're ranging, effectively ranging with the reticle of your rifle scope. That's and you're jet. peeking up and looking. And if you say, you know, if he's inside a five, six hundred, you only have to hold a few minutes. You can literally just f- start floating that reticle no. and go, and not yeah. even have to dial. I you didn't think have to of get
0: that off at the first, gun. but that is, that is <laughs> absolutely a game changer right there.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was that didn't pop into my mind on my own, but listening to you just say that, uh, yes, that is so frustrating mm-hmm. to go from. Well, first of all, if you're, first off, you're taking her. Your, body pressure eye out of the optic so you're losing target acquisition to go range then you're trying to find it in the range with a different optic uh magnification trying to figure out where you're trying to range it it becomes a whole thing Mm -hmm. and it happens to all of us happens to me constantly Mm -hmm. um i don't know who it doesn't happen to it's just the name of the game is you know you lose target acquisition get the range then you get back into the gun you got to reacquire the target it's like a
2: whole deal We'll take and take it a step further. If you've mounted the button, like a lot of our a lot of the guys that, that were doing all the testing mounted the button somewhere in and for the camera's sake, I'll put it over here. But somewhere in that area where your arm is typically around and either using a sandbag or using a beanie or, or manipulating the stock in some way, yeah. If that button is there, now I don't even have to do this. Yep. So you're you're not you're shooting instantly as soon as you as soon as the thing tells you you need to hold up four minutes, you're just gonna let a little pressure off and rise that reticle up four minutes and. T-
0: yeah, I can see. More I can pressed, see mounting yeah. it on the left side of the stock. the a right hand shooter because, like I said, your my, my arm's usually just free floating out here. Maybe this one's reaching around, It's barely touching the buttstock, maybe mm-hmm. moving it up and down on a bag or whatever, and you just keep tapping it as you're. Yep. And you, you can, can
2: input wind. You can change all the settings. It's got the full the full pad, that? so you can move all all of all of the settings can be done. Um, with, uh, other than initial rifle setup, because you need uh, an extra button so it for is that.
3: Just,
2: it's almost like
0: a. Uh, garage door opener. But like cool buttons on the left, like windage, obviously you can turn it on. It can range. It's like that one, the range button or. Yep.
2: yep. Measure. Huh?
0: Yeah, that's actually really cool. Yep. So now could you, if you were
2: helping, so let me take another step for you. If you were helping on a hunt and you have, for instance, I, I help with a lot of kids that are on disabled hunts. Now, it's hard because you want to verify they're looking at the right, but let's just say there's one bull standing in that field. If that kid is behind the gun and looking at that bull, I can be holding the remote and looking at the Geo Ballistics app and watching what the range is producing. So when you hit the button, it's going to tell me 4.2 Okay, mils. so you have like a
0: heads-up style display. So right, it so normal. I can, so you can see,
2: see it. 4.2, it captures everything, all barometric pressure, everything is going to be shown. Everything that's shown on that display I can see on the phone. So when you talk about your wife or somebody, you can then say, "Hey, now in the scope, you see the little four next to the reticle. Yes, put that four on the bull. Pull yeah. the trigger." Or you can reach down and dial for them, right? So there's a there's a lot of different uses, uh, guides and outfitters. If it's a, if it's their you know their loaner gun, I mean mm-hmm. there is a a lot of ways that this thing can be used to enhance the overall experience, you know, and and get people uh, get people a lot more effective. So.
3: Yeah.
1: That's, that's pretty wild. Just the look of it for me, that's wild.
0: Like questions I almost have is like, I don't know, probably there's no right answer for it, but like the amount of time it took to develop something like this. Yeah. Like I'm just thinking about yeah. the complexities of developing it, making it work, making it functional, making it rugged for the field. Like all these things, it just seems like such a sophisticated piece of equipment, but it's very easy to set up. Anyone can do it, and it's just it works.
2: Yeah, we we have a rad team back at Vortex headquarters <laughs> right now. Like the company is in a phenomenal spot. So there's some rad people working on on new product development. And I it's didn't cool. even
0: hear anything leaked about this either. And I'm usually cool. pretty yeah. in the know about searching around the old interwebs. See, so, yeah,
2: as a dealer guy, as a guy that manages accounts, I would disagree. I'd say it's one of the most ridiculous, stressful. Yeah, so many dealers screwed this one up.
0: Really? Yeah, Jeremy. Not nuts. us though. No, not, not you. us. No. Maybe it was hunting season, and I was like. No. Under it, a rock. You had your yeah. head down. Well,
2: yeah. it, it leaked more on the tactical side first. Yeah, that's probably the why forum I guys that. and some of the mill guys, some of the guys that got previous access and helped help yeah. with some of it. They they didn't do a great job on this one. So is this honest. out now? It is. Yep. Fully released. So yep. Yeah. yeah. And don't, and don't heavily, heavily back ordered, to be honest. The release really? was was phenomenal.
0: Yeah. I, I believe we ordered some for you Go want. You do have one order. Yeah, yeah, there's one order. So yeah, you can get in the Go Hunt Gear Shop mm-hmm. when they show up. Huh. When do, you, when do you expect, obviously demand's really high right now. It is. Is this going to be something like Q1, Q2? You, you expect things to become more readily available?
2: No, I would think it takes later than that. Later than that? Yeah. I'm it's
1: that back order? Yes. Wow. Yeah. All so tactical side? Sorry, Brady. All tactical side or hunting?
2: No, it's been incredibly well-received by the hunting crowd. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, That, that
1: was going to be my
0: question. I was wondering if it's more on the tactical side. But, than... but
2: slower to receive it because that's not something that the hunting – it wasn't in the hunting crowd's, you know, left yeah. and right lateral limit. But then being explained to, like, something as simple as now we're ranging on the magnification we're shooting on, right, That that's going to – you're going to enjoy yeah. that. Well, yeah. that, that had to be told to people before they're like, okay, I, now I see validity,
0: yeah. you know. Is there anything – I'm not sure how to word this correctly. It doesn't sound like something negative, but – is there any legalities in hunting with this in certain states?
2: Not that I've been told about.
0: Because it's a, it does project a, la- a visible laser. Nope. Visible not- laser
2: is only for zeroing. Only
0: for zeroing. Okay. Yep.
2: And and so it is just a laser range finder ballistic calculator. So just like our uh, Razor Four Thousand GB, it's yeah. a handheld range finder that does uh, virtually the same thing. Although you're still using that different unit. Yep. Um. That and that's it's just a laser range finder. Yeah, so like Nevada,
1: it it would be legal, right? Because the battery is not inside it's the not inside optic the scope. itself. Yeah, it's right?
0: mounted on the scope, but yeah, it's not internally in the scope. So yeah. for,
1: for legal purposes, it would be treated like a uh, like a Kestrel station or kind of that yeah. mixed with if, a rangefinder. If range you can finder. use a
2: ballistic calculator and you can use a rangefinder, then there's no reason no. that can't be used. That's all it is. It's just combined into one unit. It's a lot faster and a lot more intuitive to use, but it's... Not it's not any other technology.
1: Yeah, because I was gonna go down the legality too, but then I kept thinking of like why it would be illegal, and I obviously go to Nevada just because we're here, and we're pretty strict on having internal battery to to any optic, but it's not in the it's not in the optic itself. So mm-hmm. why not?
2: Nope. Yeah. No, no, it just it's bolted to it. What it's no different than if you were to tape your laser rangefinder to your scope because you're forgetful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang, neat product. It's it gonna, is really, neat it's going it's going to continue to do very well. It's, it solves a lot of problems and, and people are going to be more successful because of it. There's no way around it. We're taking a lot of the, a lot of the guesswork and a lot of the fooling around and, and time out again, just, just even if you did your research, even if you did your homework and you have a dope card, where is it? When the you biggest know. bull you've ever seen in your life steps out, where's that dope card? And it, it ain't right here. Well, right there it is.
0: Yeah. And that's usually one of the biggest questions I get. Like one of my friends just went to a hunt in a certain state in the West And he was asking me questions about where he lives, the elevation, if you should make another dope chart for it. And I was like, well, that's where the ballistics, you know, calculators come into play, It'll calculate all that for you in the field. And he doesn't, I believe he has something, a device that can do it, but it's like, you know, everyone's always confused when they travel, they shoot at sea level, they're gonna go hunt on a certain state at 8,000 feet. And like, this is going to take all that guesswork out of it because it's pulling in all the atmospherics, pulling in a direction fire, like you said, compass.
2: Yeah, totally built-in weather suite. And you can use your Kestrel. You can pair your Kestrel to the the, uh, GB app and tell the app, hey, I want my weather to come from the Kestrel. What's Mm. cool there is the Kestrel is now feeding wind, and you don't have to input wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do have to – there are some extra steps for the setup, but you tell the app, which, again, does not need – LTE to do any of this right you don't need the the 5g you're just it's working on its own network but your kestrel can be talking to the app and then the app tells the impact hey I'm getting weather from the kestrel and here's wind direction speed everything and then the calculations done off of that
0: that just sold me as well because if I can talk if I can talk to my kestrel and I can get my wind from my kestrel then I have to Mm -hmm. skip the step of having to touch the button back and forth and it can just go right into it and like that's huge Mm because then again I can have you know like you you're on the same hunt yeah. You could hold my Kestrel and grab the wind, and it's going to automatically program yep. in there while I'm sitting on the gun. And obviously, <laughs> I'll be doing the ranging because I don't trust you ranging. But <laughs>
1: thanks, Brady. <Yeah>. Just <laughs> so,
0: kidding. I had to throw something in there, uh, but
1: I'll just huh. just visually, man. That, that this thing's got me like, holy shit.
0: Well, what's like? What's max range? Uh,
2: so so it's a four thousand yard range finder. As with any range finder, the type of target, yeah, does, does have impact on the, um, no pun intended on the name, have impact on the. You know, the the product, the final product. So on a on a dumpster in the sun, it four thousand yards. So I can get a ballistic um, on a, solution on an
0: elk, at four 000? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's
2: good. Because uh, that's just math at that point. As long as the laser yeah. rangefinder returns, we're getting the math. It's just another factor of, of where yeah. we're at. Um, but on an on an elk you should expect to be in that twenty five hundred to two thousand range. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm gonna th- And it does have an ELR mode, so in regular ranging mode, the, the laser size is being sent out to a certain size, right? Um, yeah, that was a what I was going deal. for. Like there is an ELR mode that you can select. So if you do have a bedded bull... Um, Bull oh, bull. <laughs> at at that say eighteen hundred, and he's laying there. Um, you may not be willing to take that shot, but knowing and again making using it as a game, you know, game planning tool. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can switch it to ELR mode, and that will refine that laser. It takes multiple readings, and then it gives us a much a much more accurate final product by selecting mm. that. But it is a slower a slower system in ELR mode. But when you're looking at something that far, that's not a game changer
3: typically.
0: Yeah. So water resistance. Mm-hmm.
2: All the mill standards. Uh, I could read you the, you know, mill blah, 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 blah. but yeah, I don't have that one memorized, but yes. Yep. Completely. Hmm. What, what kind
0: of care do you have to do on the lenses? It's just like a, like a normal optic, normal optic. Yeah.
2: Yep. And then the backlight, there's a big button on the back. So you have the backlight. If you want the backlight turned off, you can real quickly reach up and just turn that off. You don't have to scroll through a big giant settings menu to make the light turn off on the backside if that if that becomes a problem like f- on a, a law enforcement application with a night vision device, you know. Mm. Um, so there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of cross you know cross use between hunting and and tack and precision rifle, you know, mm. the, the competition guys and there's a there's a Is lot this going legal on. And on uh, all that? As far as I'm yeah, as far as I'm aware. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
0: Dang. Yeah normally i would do research on things before we talk about them but i really wanted to come into this not knowing anything and i you know i'm probably asking the dumbest questions about it but like i just wanted to know and i'm now i'm i understand the the purpose of this product
1: well i can assure you you guys are talking about things that i don't fully understand with these different whatever you just said range laser Speed <laughs> so, Here's they're the, not as dumb as the questions I'm asking.
2: I've gotten guys to like, well, it's really big. And it's like, cool, show me how big your laser rangefinder is that you carry on the side of your bino harness. Yeah. Because unless you own a ballistic calculator laser rangefinder, I'm heavily increasing your capability for the same weight and the same dimension. There's not a difference in that to. I mean, mm-hmm maybe a quarter inch thicker like I mean, yeah. not a it's a very marginal compared to what we all have hanging off our binder harness anyway yeah. and i'll be honest i'd rather carry it on the gun than have it hanging off of me anyway i like yeah. lighter a lighter setup on my chest so
1: i yeah. i am digging it very comparable to the rangefinder i carry hmm? super super comparable
2: yep hmm. so the size thing i don't i don't get that i mean i think it's just a little bit of shock and awe when guys first see it and then it's like oh wait a second you start looking at the feature set and capability increase and it's not a, uh hate to say it, it's an easy sell, but it's not the hardest sell when you really get into the details. Dang. Cool unit. It is really cool. I've got to see it in person.
1: Yeah. I didn't even know. I thought we were talking about just these other optics that I was aware we're of. trying to keep But you I walked in here. <laughs> that was the first thing that I went to.
0: Yeah, we were at dinner last night and he mentioned like, oh yeah, I actually brought a setup. And I was like... That was phenomenal. We actually have things on the table that we can look at and talk yeah. about. I thought we were just going to have the unit sitting here, but having it mounted on there.
2: I thought it was phenomenal I got Brady to dinner. Yeah, I that's a like, good I one. I felt like an accomplishment. That yeah, <laughs> was. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. It
0: was, yeah. Food is fuel,
2: not far. Years. Fun. Like four years of being denied. would you have? would you been have? been chasing
0: your own. Chicken parm. That's fun. I do think that was the first chicken parmesan I've ever had in my life, by the that's way. That's fun. And that shows how m- much I live under a rock.
1: I love that. I mean, yes. It, for... I honestly wasn't shocked that you said that was the first time because I know you and I've spent so much yeah. time with you. That is shocking to the average individual to hear that from Brady that you're 30 some years old and you've never had chicken parm before. And there's
2: a tablecloth uh, on the table that we ate the chicken parm no off way. of. No way. I was, oh, I,
1: I yeah. was
0: going to ask for a crayon if I could draw. No, nope. no. Nope.
2: The <laughs> place had tablecloths too. It was amazing. Uh, yeah.
1: Good old Bradley, Bradley J. Miller. It's yep. awesome. Man. Yeah, man, that is. That is... uh...
2: So cool product, but one of those products, too, that we we need to be talking about, and we need to be pointing people to the videos. Vortex did a great job of putting out a whole series broken up appropriately. There's one really long video that's available that's good. Truthfully, it's like 48 minutes long. Hmm. It's phenomenal. The data is incredible in it. Then there's broken up sections for zeroing and mounting, and wind capture mode, and ELR versus standard. And so the the, the video series is incredibly helpful and right. and put together well because it is a very technical product. Mm-hmm. No, there's no way around it.
0: That's really good. They went through the, that level of effort to get the education side because, yeah, looking at it, it'd be a hard sell. But once you start diving into it and learning about it, like, I want to learn more and then be able to watch a video on something like this, I think it's, it would explain why you need to have one. Right.
2: Yeah, the first time I mounted it, I had my laptop outside with me. You know, yeah, like watch, just paired watching. to my phone at the range and just let it like, okay, and just pause, do it, play, do it, you know, yeah. and it, it just, it's pretty intuitive once you do it once.
0: Hmm. So yeah, check out that on Vortex's YouTube
1: page.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It should be up there. And if not the local, like you guys have it, uh, as a dealer resource available that you can easily email it out to the, to the consumer. question,
1: And it's called the impact. the impact. That's what it is. Vortex
2: yep. impact. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, the Impact is Four Thousand. So we always have a name, and then in all our rangefinders, we give the the max effective range right after the in the title. So when you're looking at it, it's pretty easy.
1: Mm-hmm. What are these other little guys here? These uh, spotting scopes?
2: That's the new Razor Spotter, the thirteen and thirty-nine by fifty-six. Really cool, ultralight spotter.
1: It is light. Just um,
2: picked it up. I was a big 18 by 56 guy prior to the release of that thing. And I've never been a big spotter guy personally totally understand the validity. Um, I don't, my anatomy for whatever reason, never got along with, with, uh, with anybody's spotter. I've owned all of them. Um, nearly all of them. And that thing has been such a kick-ass little unit Mm -hmm. and it replaced my 18s in my pack for me. It's 40% lighter than my 18s and I'm getting double the magnification. It packs smaller um, been an awesome, awesome little spotter. Mm-hmm. So I actually got
0: a hold of one of these early. And I know we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, no, It hurts my, it hurt
2: my
3: feelings. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so
0: I got, a, I got an early view at it and I actually took it out on some hunts and uh, put it to the test next to some other spotters. And I was really, really blown away with how bright it is and how crystal clear it is. And for me, so I, I love taking, you know, a giant spotter. I'm all about, you know, I need a glass something to kill it. Mm-hmm. But for like, going super ultra light on some of those crazy backpack hunts that I love to do. You know, sometimes I kind of wish I didn't have some big giant heavy optics. So like for me right now, like I didn't get it right before I went bear hunting this year, but this is my bear spotter. Cool. Like literally this is the spotting scope. I'm taking bear hunting next year. It's super light. I I get what I need out of it. I just need to be able to record a digiscope footage Mm -hmm. of the bear, record a kill shot and you know maybe verify that obviously it's a mature bear but like i love how small it is and just basically fits in any pocket in my backpack
2: yeah packs super easy 28 and a half 28.6 ounces um obviously threaded on the the bottom plate is threaded for for a stud uh or the they're also arca yeah it's arca compatible, already. so you don't you know most most tripods are now converting over to where you don't need a plate but they are threaded if you mm-hmm. have a, you know an og tripod that you're just in love with which a lot of guys do. Yeah. You get some tripod loyalty for sure. So yeah, really, really cool. And another one that their launch went way better than expected. Um without running a report, I would argue that these are two of the top three most backloaded products in Vortex's line right now. Really? I can yeah. see why. These these things are awesome.
1: I like the mag range too. That's a that's a really good mag range. Yeah, 13, Thirteen to thirty nine. 39
2: Yeah, that's good.
1: Yes. That's a perfect little spotter. It's like it's right there in the wheelhouse.
2: And again, at, you know, nine ninety nine 99 on the shelf, when you compare it to other products in the market, first feature set, and, and you go down, you know, a lot of guys, we take hell online all the time. Oh, you got to talk about your warranty all the time because you must need it. Like, no, we just like taking care of people, but thanks for thanks for your input. Isn't it funny um, how you,
1: you do good, and then it gets taken the yeah, other way from yeah. the haters? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Sort of, yeah. It's, I, you'll never win all the time. There's always somebody who's going to, when you're doing good, somebody's going to see it from the other angle, and it's like, all right, shithead. Just yeah.
2: Like, all right, whatever. I kind of enjoy it because I just like, Perfect. We don't need to go too much further together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for, you know, thanks for wearing your mask, pal. No. So, <laughs> so uh. I, don't, I don't need it. So it's
1: yeah. straight and angled. Yep.
2: Yeah. So yep. those are the Perfect. only two options. One color, uh, which matches all our other. It's the same shade of green that we that we've been with for a while. Um, the heel cow focus, so you have that that mid body focus, which is nice because you don't have knobs up on top to get snagged and broken, and and mm-hmm. that's a really robust system. And the big wheel allows you to just really fine tune. You can kind of lay on and give it a little palm pressure and and really get get your clarity dialed. So it's been a, it's been incredibly well received. Mm-hmm. So yeah. really really happy with. the I just way like that packability. Going. I yeah, like packability
0: and I like it being bright and super high quality image I get yeah. out of it. Like I even took it out to the desert when we were looking for uh, desert bighorns. And, like, that was a great one. We were It was, you know, hot as hot. So I was, like, not wanting to pack all this extra weight on different spotters. And I just packed that guy.
2: And what, it worked. What's your take angle versus straight? It's angle always a fun, always day, a fun conversation.
1: Every day, all day. Not even a question.
2: Not even a question. No, no. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and I know Cody Nelson would be proud, to you know, because it encourages you to sit down and not stand. Yeah, but <laughs> exactly. You, you know.
0: They, I, I, you see, I see both sides. I see why people like it straight. I like having my tripod a little bit lower. I don't.
1: I don't see why don't, people yeah. like a straight. Okay. I don't.
2: I understand it for the guys, the window mount guys. Yeah. I, I get. I get the straight.
1: Yeah. I, I don't. Tar- target I, acquisition. Maybe is
0: another one. If you want to switch from spotter to binos, but I don't, like, I've never had that problem.
2: It. I absolutely. people argue that one all the time. I've never had that problem with it. The with target an acquisition. I don't, I don't get that. Back it down to thirteen. Any. Getting the. Or in just, area just look over the eye cup. Yeah. Like yeah it's, right, look, it's right there. Like the eye cup can, can right literally almost planted. be an aperture. Like
3: yeah. if let
2: you can't that get angle.
0: that close. So, so, the, so the funny thing is though, so I always have an angle and I do my family hunt every year where we go, you know, chase mule deer. And if I let any of my family members borrow my angle they they literally want to grab it and throw it in the Canyon. Not Cause they, they can't, they can't look through it, they can't find an animal. If it bumps it and gets off of there, they're just they're not able they to. They need do to it.
1: work on target acquisition. You need to teach them. Yeah. This is what the car mount. I do not understand the car mount. I've
2: never used one. Okay.
1: Uh, let me preface but every, to say that I've never done it. All the straight a lot of the Those straight the guys, guys that that's like one of the first things they talk about is the car mount, is window mounts out of the truck. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting in your truck and you have these two options, when you roll this angled. Right to your eye, Mm -hmm. you're just sitting there in your seat. I mean, you don't have to like, you know, like torsion all the way around to look through the straight. Uh, The the window mount actually is like the most reason to have an angled spotting scope, in my opinion, because you can just just set it right here. It's looking right back at you.
0: So here's what here's what you're kind of hinting at, and I will say I have glassed from a window all the time on a bunch of these hunts, like running gun and trying to glass late season hunts are all a lot of window. And so the straight ones. You have to roll that window up a lot higher. What do you do when you roll that window up? Well, that window's gonna start vibrating. It literally, any sort of wind outside or just the height of the window, it's gonna add to instability in glassing. Where the angled, I can keep it a little bit lower because okay. I have to lean into it. Gotcha. So it makes it more
1: stable. Hey, there's no reason for a straight. Glassing
0: Damn. uphill, angled all day. Glassing downhill, just rotate the, rotate the housing a little bit and your you're
2: money. Uh, look, I I don't. I, don't, I, I think uh, it's better. Support. I own straight spotters because I have to have samples. I I don't <laughs> I don't use straight spotters. I've no. never taken a straight spotter out. Yeah, I Not can't. One time. No I don't have any for.
0: scientific thing about this, but I also think that when you're digiscoping, it's putting less, you know. It's making it a little bit more stable because that angle okay. is supporting the weight of the phone a little bit better because it's angled in a behind, rather than sit on just on sitting it, flat and kind of like just pulling it hanging it down off it, hanging yeah. off
1: it. So it's angled and not like yeah. Some of the phone the weight, weight is
0: kind of reduced in a way. Yeah,
1: some of the phone weight is sitting on, on the, the spotter, yeah. not just hanging off of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Especially if you're if you're up high and it's and yeah the spotter's looking down, you're mm-hmm. just gaining more and more by that. Yeah, I hadn't really thought of that one. And these things are like
0: the stray is basically the size of
2: like a 16 ounce water bottle. It's small.
0: Yeah. Tiny. Yep. Yeah.
2: And believe it or not, the straight is actually heavier. The straight's 29.5 ounces. The angled is 28.6. Oh, look at the so broom. At that. You can, you can leave the hand handle backpack. on your exactly. on your toothbrush, Brady.
0: I can almost fit. <laughs> I, I can not shave it. You don't <laughs> have to shave your toothbrush. God. Just take your angled. Those back molars are going to love me. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, you can almost fit this in, like, the pant pocket of my Timberline pants. Yeah. Like, I that literally put it in my Timberline.
1: It literally is tiny.
0: Yeah, I was really excited when those came out. Like I said, for me, wants to go crazy deep and not have to pack my heavy spotter. Like that's the ticket. Yeah, I'm not sacrificing awesome. anything else. I'm still still bright image, still cr- super crisp,
2: razor glass.
1: Yeah, it's not hard to see why these were
2: so well received. Yeah, and you guys have done well with them. Your initial yeah. your initial push has been great, and uh, and the back order proves, you know, yeah. kind of where the industry sees it, which is which is cool.
1: I think there's there's quite a good shift. And people kind of packing down their overall optic setups. Yeah. Maybe not Brady, but like there's been a, a shift happening where people are, you know, they're seeing the value in how good these little ones are and not necessarily carrying the weight for just that little bit of performance gain on those giant ones.
3: Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, seeing a lot of people change to these smaller setups.
0: Yeah, they're pretty unique.
1: That's why I took a small setup on my sheep hunt. I loved it. That's probably, like, one of the most times you need a spotting scope on yeah. a sheep hunt.
2: Well, yeah. Save, and I your, took a small save one. yourself. And yeah. Just the amount of coverage you can do if you yeah. can't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That hunt had to be insane. Oh, it was awesome.
1: It was incredible. Was it? We haven't done the recap of it yet, but it was awesome really oh, good.
2: I'm looking forward to hearing the recap. That was kind of, when I was driving on periods, you know, I had my whole work checklist and then it was like, I got to hear about, yeah. I got to hear about that sheep hunt.
0: It was awesome. Taking a stone sheep with your bow has got to be just an incredible feeling. <sighs> yeah.
1: Well, I'll put it to you this way. I had it built up in my head. I'll, I'll leak this part of it before we do the recap. I had it built up in my head that it was so hard that I was coming home empty. Like I just had that built up in my head. Well, at least it's an, it's an experience I'm going to, you know, Hopefully, a lot of stocks, bow hunting sheep, tons of learning. I had it built up that it was going to be so hard. So, when it happened on the fourth day, like it's still, I don't, I mean, it's set in, but it's, I made it, I made it in my head that it was so impossible that it's almost like it hasn't happened. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like it was just complete luck, but it wasn't, it was not at all complete luck. It was, it was awesome the way it worked, an amazing stock, the shot, like everything was, was right in line with, when you work your ass off and put yourself in the right spot but there's a part of me that's like oh that was that was straight luck well, there's no way that wasn't just pure luck
2: and with everything that went on prior to I mean it's just it was awesome to see you get that yeah, done for sure that. it was really cool to see you get appreciate it done appreciate that so He's, we can't ask how far the shot was. So when's the recap? Because I won't was, I won't ask any inappropriate questions.
1: Shot was fifty one. I won't tell you all the I have secrets. So many the shot. questions. Fifty one yeah. yards was was the shot. Trail,
2: yeah. hurry up and get home so we can get a recap. Yeah. All right,
0: now we're hoping to do a recap series starting in December for when everyone's <laughs> done. Yeah, once yeah, the trail all the hunting's gets back. Up, hunting's over, and then all all of us are just craving to listen about hunts again. So yep. we're going to start yep. talking back about all our hunting season,
1: pumping all right. out all those stories. I can't wait. Um, but one of your other one of the other companies you deal for, Mystery Ranch. Yep. I had a secret at house of secret. Do we need to be? I'll let you say it. So I don't. Pretty mess secret. It
2: up. Pretty darn secret. You had the only one outside of the organization okay. in the entire world.
1: And I was using it in
2: on an archery stone. Secret secrets when are not fun. Secret secrets I, hurt I someone. I, <laughs> I,
3: I,
1: I can't stand the secrets. I, I, I don't know. I just no. I can't stand them. I think there is so much value in letting people know and it's not my company though so it's about my paper i will my, go on a
2: limb say though if brady goes with me right now it's i love elk tattoo on his forearm then i can talk you about can it? say whatever you want on this podcast
1: <laughs> well that ain't happening <laughs> you know, i'll just when i get passionate about something like i really i really um want to talk about it because it, i mean it was it was incredible.
2: No, we're, like, we're excited for that pack. And, that, and and we're only six weeks from the release of that pack. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking years here, which is good for everyone. That is good. Um, I can only keep not, these secrets
1: in for so much longer. I know.
2: We're, we're close. You guys will probably have a shipping notification on those new packs soon.
0: You you're kind of so. like almost Michael Scott, it's, huh? It's I know. I you can't, tell, can't, you can't you do tell him <laughs> something. He wants
2: to leak No, it's, it's coming. It, it is, is going to be an incredible time for all of us because that pack is very, very effective. And a lot of the times
1: in hunting you know gear is it's so things are so good and things have come such a long ways. Like for example, this impact, man, I remember, I remember back in the day when I was like first into college into high, even into high school, when you got a turret cut, Oh, and you yeah. would get like four or five different ones cut from the manufacturer for yeah. this different elevation. This and, and you just kind of played the game with, okay, what turret is cut to the closest of where I'm going hunting? About? Now look where we are. Right. It's unbelievable. It like is. you don't even cut turrets anymore
2: was we like not trail, even a thought. Yeah. What well, was Trail telling us about the rangefinders? And that was even before my time, which made me, I wasn't sure if I wanted to feel young or I wanted Trail to feel really old in the conversation. But last time when Tim and I were here, he was talking about some rangefinder where it was effectively like you just he sized. it. rolled it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Then it
1: was a peep sight that would roll. I said yeah. to
2: Tim and when we were on the way to the airport, I said, so what year was that? Because I'm, you yeah. know, I feel like I've been around a little bit, you know, mm, but yeah. I guess I'm. Is so. Trail older than we think Sorry, you trail, you're now. old. He,
1: he might be older oh, than we think he is. Phew. It was. It is his birthday today. Oh yeah, it is his birthday today. So trail, well, happy, birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday dude. bud. Glad that, you're hunting on your birthday. Bow
0: hunting mule day right now. So,
1: it is always- but uh, yeah, with things that have come so far in hunting, a lot of the times, you know, the next gen or the new one is it's it's good. It's better than the last, but it's not like, you know, it's better than the last. It's kind of just leave it at that. Like majority of the time, dude, this new this new setup is like. Different, it is, yeah, it yeah. changes. Um, it changes some setups. We're
2: happy to hear you and th- hear that because I mean, again, you know, we talked about the the development team at Vortex, the guys building those packs and, and doing the design and the testing and then the redesign at MR are just some of the best humans on the planet. Yeah. And so to see badass product come out of that, you know, scenario is just it's awesome. It's yeah. just I'm lucky to work with such rad companies, you know.
1: For sure, it that's, cool. that's one of those things though, like. That is not just a little bit better than the year yeah. previous. Like it is, yeah. it's different. Well,
2: That's you awesome. got like six weeks, Lorenzo, and then you can just Michael you Scott can for sing six the praises weeks, and we'll can't be, hold these secrets. We'll be good. We can stop
1: blurring
0: things and
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, Oh yeah. I did a gearless video earlier this year, and I actually had this in my gearless video, and I had to I had to blur it I heavily. Blur it. It's yep. funny when you blur things on videos like that, and just see all the comments, like what people are guessing it was, and no one guessed it.
2: No. What what were some of the? What was even close?
0: I mean, they kept thinking like different, different companies. Like, is it like something super compact? Is it a new, new compact? Is it just like a revamp of something else? But like, no one guessed. No one guessed it. Yeah. I mean, I I, I did tell him to blur it and make it a little bit bigger blur. I didn't want to make it like super tiny blur. So it was like, oh yeah, I'm just holding this little tiny object and make the shape out of it. But like,
1: yeah, this is uh, this. It's a good example too. We had to blur it in my pack weight going into um no new mexico elk omar's new mexico elk we had to blur it because we were doing pack weights right and i wanted to see how heavy the pack was and you know it's obviously a pack and it's blurred out but this is the secretive thing everyone kept saying that it was kifaru that we were carrying kifaru now or it was uh initial ascent or all this stuff and it's like you know like you guys are losing the marketing or like the you know the tidal wave coming because nobody even knows that Notice it's a it's new there. MR pack.
3: Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? But That's my,
1: why secrets hurt people. But yeah. my pager
2: hurt. I'm I'm playing the plead the fifth on that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this will be the first that anyone hears for all those people that were guessing initial listen and Kifaru and all that. It is yeah. not. It is Mystery Ranch. Nope. I still love that you say Kifaru. <laughs> just, uh, you know, it's so much easier to say Kifaru than to say Kifaru.
2: Is this no, a good time to talk me. about Nevada? or Oh, gosh. <laughs> you can't yeah. do that. Don't All do right. that one. All right. Yeah. All right. I got a fun, after the first one when you got, when you yeah. jumped me on that, which is yeah. appropriate. I got hey, it. it. It's Nevada. I, I got like 15 calls the day that thing went out like, hey, you can't talk. I'm like, I know I can't talk. Thank <laughs> you. Renzo will probably get some YouTube this. comments about this
1: now, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. No. Keparu is, is African for rhino, right? Yeah. So I speak English. <laughs> and it's easier to say Kifaru. Oh, Lorenzo, you crack me up. You know? Hard-headed Tomato, sometimes. tomato. Yeah, you know, just hard-headed. Got the point across, though. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. No. There you go. We got it. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, going to see some other, other things today, some other secrets. That's
2: we looked at Fall 24 products, yeah. Mr. Campos. I think you got a little peek. Uh-huh. I walked by uh, a little
0: bit. Unfortunately, I was trying to catch up on things since yeah, Omar is also out of the office right now. elk yeah. hunting, so I'm
2: I'm taking over three different roles. Trail right
1: now. and Omar are out. Brady is being worked to the bone. Yeah.
2: yeah, he needs it. I agree. Plus, he had chicken parm to burn off. <laughs> <laughs> be and okay. He's had
1: such a good hunting year. Like I don't. No one feels bad for. Him. Oh, you I know. know. I walk Just, by his
2: office and the moose is yeah. laying Just on the get ground. Oh yeah, no one feels bad. Yeah, yeah. Brady, your life is horrible. Um yeah, so fall twenty four product for Mr. Ranch went over today, which is cool. Um stepping into some new categories that Mr. Mm-hmm. Ranch has never been in, which is which is really exciting. And that product was the one that when I walked through the door, your entire team went nuts over. Oh, yeah, so I, gra- I grabbed you this morning and so you're that, like, You're not even working that's yet. Exciting. Yeah. And it didn't even it didn't matter who it was. I mean it, Paul up front, everybody. Ethan yeah. jumped out of his desk, you were on I mean, so that was that was mm-hmm. exciting. Um, always cool to have something positive to talk about and yeah. And yeah. so that was uh, I'm excited for that. That was that was really cool. So Can you drop great, a hint? Great meeting? Anything? Nothing. Love my pay grade. I want to do this every year. I don't know.
0: Yeah, not we, sure. I want him to come down more because if he comes down more that means maybe I'll go to restaurants more. We go? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, you got that.
0: Easy Cody. Not Easy even, Cody. I'm not, not, not going like to put
1: little my drop? foot down on that. Yet. When do they come out? When are they available? Well, uh, we looked July, at today when are they available? Well,
2: July 1 of 24. Um, in true you fashion, you're going to have the only other one outside of the factory. So that's a we- male. So we'll see, uh, we'll see what, what happens there, but no, I, I, I can't on those where, uh, there's going to be a, a really good marketing push. MR's new marketing team is just kicking ass. Um, I've seen a bunch of the content that's already been created around that product and it is, it's money. Awesome. Um, the feature set is some, some simple things that you just didn't, you didn't think you, no one thought of, and it's just so obvious. And Now, when you see it in the flesh, you're like, "Wow, that, that's another little game changer yeah. that should have been there for the last 40 years." Yep. So, really, really cool feature set. Um, shout out to Alex Rich and the entire team on that on that deal because it is it is a kick ass product. That's awesome. So, and then some other touches on some other core product line. I mean, it's gonna be it'll be a great year. 24 is gonna be a cool year with the pack that you're talking about, uh-huh. and a whole series of packs along that. Um, some new colors, right? Um, oh, we can even say that? We can well, say that stuff. Well, I'm giving you a little bit. Okay. I'm giving Perfect. you a little bit.
1: I wasn't saying I'm giving you a little bit, not get in trouble, but I wanted oh, to. Yeah, say
2: I'm hoping you release it like December 10th. And Tim has only 20 days to kill me instead of, <laughs> instead of an entire season. So um, there's there's that stuff coming, which would be which would be great. And then obviously those things transition into fall into some other into some other lines. It'd be, it'd be really good. It should be a really, really good year for for people that like backpacks. We're
0: just building up that hype train right now.
2: I would love to show it. You know, I'd have it oh, on. We yeah. could wear it for the last two hours. Yeah. But they We're just pay me, they pay me to drive around, kill bugs on the windshield, not ruin surprises. So <laughs> that's what I do.
1: <laughs> it's, just, it's, so, it's interesting. Like watching, you know, all, November, all the bows come out. So watching all these different marketing campaigns come out. It's like, dude, you guys are all doing this at the same time. Leak it in July. Get people excited. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why not? That, I, I highly doubt the other. If, if you're looking at it from a competition standpoint, like they're not going to go revamp their entire bow. You know what I mean? That the yeah, one that they've yeah. been working on, because it's, well, how long, well, you know, how let's long be has honest, they already, to next market. year's bow was already done now. But, you well, know what I mean? Right. So like, why not just do it in July? So what is, what is
0: funny though, about like you're saying, like that competition side, another company seen things. So today, you know, Matthew's launched a new Matthew's the Lift. The Lift, yep. And uh, right when they launched theirs, I saw, I'm not going to name them, another bow company. Did like a teaser for their bow. Like they just had to do it the same day. They just have to That's, try, to, like everyone's searching bows, have to try to capitalize on that, on yeah. that traction.
1: It's like, give yourself your own space. Yeah. Switch yours to July. No one else is doing it. Yeah. But I you But have was just all funny. the hype wave going into it. Yeah. It's like we, trail's killed with it multiple times. Um,
0: you, know, you know what's funny about trail and products? So we are talking about like leaking things and talking about things. So, you know, I'm not a bow guy anymore. Totally switched over and I've talked about it. I probably should get we should probably do a dedicated one, maybe talking about my reasons why I'm not a bow hunter anymore, like the deep dive, emotional we, ties of We bit. need to do that. Like That's it's it's idea. actually really deep. Someone commented on YouTube and I actually jumped on go on yesterday or last night after dinner and responded to that guy and kind of gave him a little synopsis of it. But it's like a deep emotional story, like why I don't bow hunt anymore. So I don't have any images of this new bow. Like Trey won't show me any photos of the new bow. He was being very good about not leaking it at all, which you should do, you know products i I appreciate that for trail and uh but i'm like trail's out hunting right now so i'm like trail i need some images for this article for matthew's lift like i i I have to you know i've read your article i know about the bow i was here when we shot some video footage of it but like i need some photos like do you have any photos that of tuning the bow at your house or while you're out hunting or he's like no i'm like you didn't take any photos for me and you had this bow early he's like i was told by so many people at Matthew's, I cannot leak this at all. So he was so nervous about (laughs) it getting leaked. So he's like, I only have three photos. And they were like, his harvest photo, he actually did take a harvest photo with his elk and they had one laying on the bow, but it was so zoomed out, you really couldn't even tell what the product was. And so he finally sent me those, like these are actually the only photos I've taken of this bow. Wow. Cause he yeah, was so, I, he was
2: I so appreciate nervous that. on the manufacturer side. I appreciate that. Yeah. Cause there's nothing worse than like planning something for six months of release, like the spotter and you put guys on the road and you spend all this money and there's a plan. The marketing's got a plan. Yep. Finance has a plan. Operations has a plan. Everybody's got a plan. And then somebody somewhere decides to just screw it all up. Yeah. And it is usually some social media guy, uh, you know, that just, ruins it and it's like hey dude we got product embargoed at dealers we got prepayment terms going on we got all this moving people don't understand and it's like you just kind of kind of screwed it up for us yeah i I mean
1: i get that part i do i do get that part because you guys got a bunch of wheels in motion and all this stuff but it's like pick your own month though you know what I mean? Or like, let yeah, it, I, I, let it. I don't know. It's just, it's really interesting to me. Watch it all happen. November's so funny. All these bow companies, companies. Now all happen. the influencers, everyone's doing reviews and this. And it's like, if you guys just did this a month earlier, you would be the only one talking about it.
2: Yeah. Did he kill his big mule there with that bow?
1: No. No, he actually didn't use, correct me if I'm wrong. No. He uses, uh, he
0: yeah, was, he, he used four. his
1: phase four. He was in a, there was a lot of people where he was and he, was very
2: nervous. What a badass buck that was! Yeah, that's a that's a sick buck, like absolutely sick. Yeah, I was. As soon as I saw him post that, I yeah. like hesitate to blow up his phone. Yeah,
0: I haven't seen it in person yet, but I was at my taxidermist on on Sunday, and like he actually drove over to Baird mm-hmm. to look at it. Yeah, he's like, "It's trail did a horrible job taking photos." Sorry, trail. Per usual, but like. It, it you can tell it's giant in the photos but it's like you see that buck in person you're blown away with how much it's mass that buck 50 has 50 plus
1: inches of mass and 20 inch g2s uh tanker it's it's nuts it's, it's crazy yeah it's just something you don't you know what i mean it's like one of those bucks you don't you don't really get to he see. deserves it though
0: oh yeah he puts so much time he in he's just a it. wizard completely with the bow agree.
1: yeah I completely all scouting agree. he does completely agree
2: hey brady you know what's on the end of that gun
0: yeah, should we should we finally jump into this? I wanted to talk about this at the beginning of the podcast. You know, like this is going to be a, a little maybe heated section. Can I, I, it's, can I tell the story? I do needs to be heated. Yeah. I'm
2: just right, and you're not. And I don't think like it's not so, really as so, deep. But
0: quickly in the front of the gun, where he's, met, where he's referencing people listening, it's a uh, suppressor.
1: Yeah, and a quick story. Brady at the end of the day yesterday, like five fifteen, Brady just like comes peeking in and he's like, "Hey, Jared's coming on the podcast." Where I'm like, "Cool." He wants to talk about, uh, suppressors, you know? So like you're on, you're on that side. I'm like, yeah, it's like, okay, well it's going to get heated. I'm like, perfect. Let's do it. And he was like, kind of like,
2: he's, seeing, he's you know? mad because when, who posted, where did the post come from that I responded to? Well, did Co- Cody posted or you posted it?
0: Yeah, that, that was, yeah. Go home wanted to do like a suppressor for hunting. Yes. or Yay or nay. Yeah. And like, so obviously I said some other things that people like to jump on a lot. Like when I say like, yeah, I only need one shot, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. I'd say that because I love to practice all the time and all that. people are jumping on me for that but people couldn't believe that I I don't believe in suppressors for hunting.
2: I took the bait hardcore on that post. I was like two <laughs> I was probably two or three bourbons in when I saw it. Sitting at Perfect home, time to respond on social media. Yeah, great time to be, great time <laughs> yeah. to be on social media. And I first hit I first hit Cody and was like what in the world is going on around there and then i created some memes for you oh yeah uh, you, have, you, have, you
0: have memes you actually created
2: um, about, about my creativity juices were were flowing with the brown water but um you gonna put it up oh man i i just can't i i feel like we're gonna fundamentally disagree on this one i know we are
1: i just there is no better time to scroll to scroll through social media and respond oh, to yeah. posts and people Three bourbons, deep. No better time. Yeah. If you're ever going to do it, that's the only time to do it. If you're doing it at work, sober, with the family, kind of a little bit checked. Don't respond. Don't reply. You need to be charged up and you need to be inhibitions to the wind and just say what
2: you need to say. I was having a great day. I don't think I was mean. No, you weren't mean. No, But uh, the memes were pretty funny. Well, let's See, hear it. Why, I, I, why, so I, why are you, Brady J. Miller, racist against suppressors? That's, <laughs> that is the question.
0: So I know I'm not going to gain a lot of friends when I say this, but yes, I am... Racist. ...anti-suppressors <laughs> for hunting. Okay. I am. All right? All right. I, I believe them fully for any other discipline around. Like, okay, like, sure, military, law enforcement, going, shooting, plinking, whatever people do. Like, sure, that is totally fine. But to me, when I'm hunting, it just don't feel like I need it at all. It's not, it's not benefiting anything. It's not benefiting the end result, which is I just want to kill an animal as quickly and effectively as possible. Make, you know, the best shot possible I can and kill that animal.
2: No. And I know you're super technical. I mean, I know you, you practice and all, but what, what's your number one complaint and I'll give you my number one positive. Yeah. Um, is a follow-up shot. Yeah, the follow-up and, shot is, the, and, is a great follow-up shot is two is twofold. It's it's signature reducing, right? Mm-hmm. And and you get that follow-up shot. A lot of times the animals don't move. Mm-hmm. If it's a clean miss, if you didn't graze it or or hit it bad, obviously, mm-hmm. or sh- you know shoot the one standing next to it. If things don't go completely to hell, you're get you're, you're you can nearly guarantee you're getting a second shot at distance. Nearly yeah. guarantee it because of the sound reduction because of the sound reduction and the fact that the animal does not know where that projectile is coming from. Yeah. They don't they don't understand and they can't figure it out and that gives you time to say, "Oh, I was only 2 minutes low or I, my wind was bad" and then you get the follow up. Yep. So that that's my that's my pillar, or my number 1, and I'd be mm-hmm. curious what your number 1 negative
0: is. Well, I'll, I will side with you on your number 1, okay? So like even though like I said in that one thing that people jumped on me about, which is fine, whatever. But like I pride myself on Killing an animal in one shot, right. like that's the ultimate goal. And you do the work. That's, the ultimate, no... that's the ultimate goal of yeah. everyone. But yeah, I've, I fucking missed before,
2: like
1: dropped it. Hey,
3: let's
2: like, go. This
0: is where I'm
3: gonna, like, did they run? Did it run away? Yeah. <laughs> did the no, run no, away? No, it did run oh, away. No, no, no. no. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, like, I was gonna say. So I say,
0: like I, I want to kill an animal in one shot every time. That's my goal. Right. That's why I practice so much. That's why I stay up late. That's why I shoot my rifle. That's why I dial on my ammo. And win. that's why I, everything is just, cut all the variables I can. Yeah. But it's hunting. It's real life. Like you'll miss. Eventually you'll grab a like that. People point out like the Colorado. Yes. It's a bull, Colorado bull.
1: It's always bulls with you. Okay. Keep yeah. It so, so,
0: I, <laughs> so I, so I, I missed on that hunks. I grabbed a bad range because the bulls in the timber,
2: <laughs> yeah, which we've all done. Yeah. We've all done. So like biggest, it happens. It biggest biggest happens to anyone. You hunt long enough. Actually. You're
0: going to miss. And so, yes, I do see your point. Like luckily the, the elk didn't know what was there. Okay. Yeah. But yes, this would be better in that sense. Cause like the sound reduction and like you I think you're hinting at it, like the animal doesn't really know exactly where that bullet's coming from. I bet like that's I don't know exactly how to judge the sound, you know, over there, but I, I bet it's like it's harder to pinpoint because it is so much quieter. It, it's
2: very hard. If you've ever been on the wrong end of someone shooting with a suppressor, it is incredibly hard to figure out where they are. Yeah. It is very, very difficult. Yeah. So that
0: is that is a great selling point for why a suppressor on hunting is valuable.
2: What's the negative? It's not weight because I know you're a, you're a, and I love that you are a heavy. Yeah. So we were talking about this earlier. Slope, so weight, weight does not matter down. to me. So I, so right. I did write a pro con list. Oh boy.
0: I got a little pro con list. It's not very long, but I was, I want to So I get a copy of it? Yeah, maybe you can.
2: Like how I didn't get to prepare for your pro con list.
0: Yeah. So, so weight would be something that I think people could point to. But to, like you said, to me, weight does not matter on a rifle. I don't care how heavy my rifle is. I will carry it because my rifle is everything to me in the mountains. And I know with a heavier rifle, it's a stabler platform for me. Hmm. Sure, there's great gun, gun companies that make all, everything else to dissipate recoil, stocks, everything else to like, help you find a gun with a lightweight setup. But I don't, I'm just on that side of it. I'm old school, I'm stubborn. That a heavy, accurate stable is there, yeah. rifle is very accurate and yeah. I can shoot it very, very well. Yeah, Back on targets quicker, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm- so suppressor, yes, is 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 heavy, but to me, it, but that would not be a deciding factor. On why I won't, shoot and, and
2: there's suppressor selection too, right? Like that, for instance, that's my coyote gun. I don't hike this thing around. I don't care that it's a heavy can. It's also a short can. That mm-hmm. thing is literally for me to not blow my ears out. Yeah. That particular can is not very quiet. There's mm-hmm. no way around it. My hunting can is titanium. It's much longer. It's got bigger volume. It's much quieter. Mm-hmm. Um, th- the can makes a difference too. The suppressor selection is a big deal. Just like can you tow a you know an eighteen thousand pound boat with an F one fifty? You'll know, you yeah. know you need a you need a different truck. There's there's selection product selection, still, a for sure. still a ford but no. a
0: different truck yeah <laughs> so, so, so to me to jump back my number one thing against them for hunting is recoil reduction and you could say well brady's because you shoot giant 30 kels all the time yes i do shoot 30 kels and i love it if i could shoot a 338 lapua improved i would shoot a 338 lapua improved like i love big cartridges i just i like it I like it for hunting. So you're
2: not racist against big bullets. You're just racist against big suppressors. Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) So to me, recoil reduction is important to me because I like to be able to track all my impacts. I like to be able to sit in my gun. And again, yes, you could say, you know, maybe my form's off or maybe something else is off, but like I do practice my form, practice everything. So like I want to be able to sit in my gun at any distances. Yeah, Obviously closer distance, is a little bit harder to track your impact because it, just happens so quick. True. But I like to be able to watch it and see that bullet hit exactly where it hits. So if I know for my follow-up shot, if I take a follow-up shot, if an animal's still standing, yes, I will shoot again 100% mm-hmm. of the time. Like, mm-hmm. you hit an animal, you owe it yourself to put the animal down as best and quick as possible for the animal because respect them so much. So I can track my impacts really, really well with my gun when I have a side port, you know, directional side port coming back. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I really like it. And yes, I do know there is some, Was it, the... Omega, is that what you had before, Cody? Yeah, so you, there is some that have a hybrid where they do have like a brake kind of style on the end.
2: Yeah, there's there's recoil reduction to a suppressor. It, it is not as effective not as, as it, a, the correct brake on yeah. the gun. You're not going to get an argument out of me there. I will argue, though, that with positional improvement, you can stay on the gun yep. just as well, and that now I'm gaining the benefits that I'm talking mm-hmm. about with the can versus... From a speed standpoint, I understand what you're saying. Where do you go, though, with hearing protection? If we're hunting together mm-hmm. and, we're, and I'm spotting for you and you're in rocks and you're in a bad position, you take a shot and that gun's going to jump. Muzzle brake can, don't care. Yep, the it's going to jump in that situation. And you're not going to see it, right? Not blowing the ears out of you and the spotter mm-hmm. has, has a ton of validity for me as well. Like on these kids' hunts, and yeah. I got a parent that wants to take... I, I had this happen once. We were hunting with a disabled kid and the mom tried to walk around the effectively to get a picture of the kid and she ended up, I mean, she's staring down the muzzle. If the kid had shot, I'm, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, if it didn't hit her in the shoulder, it would have been. And is that on me? and everybody else there a little bit for sure. Mm-hmm. But we were so focused on the kid and making sure the kid was safe and everything's going on with the kid. And I had this mom walking around it's like, so in that chaos and it was after the first shot. Oh, so yeah. we have bang, we have ringing ears. I have a parent that doesn't belong in the woods, but God bless her. She's out there with her disabled kid who just wanted to go hunting. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know, there, there were some failures, a lot of lessons learned on that deal. But the suppress, if we had a suppressor on that gun of we didn't, we had a, it was a triple port. I mean, it was louder than hell. 300 wind mag. I mean, all the things, yeah. right? And a can would have just taken some of that out mm-hmm. of that scenario, you know? So, it, Yep. You
0: know. And that's the biggest negative because your friends are next to you glassing. you're going to basically blow their sight picture away. Mm-hmm. Like, it, if, if you have your spotting scope next to you, it's going to add vibrations to the spotting scope. You're going to wreck some of your digiscope footage. Like, literally, if you put your, your spotter anywhere near my break... It'll it'll vibrate it's and on. make a move because all yeah. that all that gas is coming out there right towards you. Um, yeah, shooting with someone and blowing your ears off—that's definite thing. And like, I, it is kind of hard sometimes for me when I'm sitting in the gun because I have to put my ear protection all the time. I always have to have it on my, my neck. Um, uh, but then if you have to if you're trying to call the shot, I'm gonna have a hard time hearing you mm-hmm. because I I have these things buried in there and sometimes I double them up. You're selling me, so I'm, I'm, I'm doubling up my I'm doubling selling. up my ear protection because of my nasty break. Yep. Where if I wasn't,
2: I would probably still wear ear protection but I kind of don't, don't have to in a no. way. No, because you also have auditory exclusion. So just like when you shoot with a break, even if you forget your mm-hmm. ears, if you're not stressed out, if you're just on the range, you notice and you accidentally do that and it rings for a lot longer and your body takes it a lot worse because you're, you're not all worked up. Well, when you're shooting at a bull and there you, we go and you do this without, you know, without a can, even even without hearing protection your ears, you'll notice they don't, they don't ring as long. Yeah. Um, we did a big giant auditory exclusion study when we were in the, in the military and it's, it's wild that the body uses how, how amped up you are and I don't have the anatomy and physiology behind it, mm-hmm. but, um, but the can still, when there's no ringing, it's awfully nice.
0: Yeah, and I will, I will say like having that ability to know you can, if you take a shot and I forgot my ear, ear protection whatever, I'm not blowing my ears off because, so what was this, three or four years ago, I was on a said hunt in a certain state for mule deer. All right, I'm solo. So I'm sitting there solo on my gun, getting ready to take a shot at this deer. And I right, worked my ass off trying to get this deer. It was the second deer, which couldn't find the actual target buck, but this other buck was really good. So I was going after him. There was a giant tree right next to my break and it was a big old burn tree. So I took, I in the heat of the moment, I had my earplugs around my neck. I did not put them on my ears. Mm-hmm. So that tree that was right next to it, for whatever reason, the, the all the sound, everything reflected off that tree and amplified, came back in my left ear. And I literally thought I was deaf. Ugh. Because I was just in the heat of the moment, solo. I'm trying to set up my spotter by myself. Yep. And again, you can say like, well, why do you have to use a spotter, Brady, if you can track impact with your with your directional break? But I was like, I really wanted to get a kill shot. So I know, Video, on. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just feeling, because I'm a solo. So I want to do everything I can to see it. So if I shoot... And something happens, I can go review the footage. Like, oh, yeah, I crunched him. And maybe he got behind a tree or whatever. So I'm in grizzly country.
1: All right. Oh, boy.
0: And now I'm walking down there and I'm constantly like going with my ear. Like, dude, it's ringing like bad. Like, it was kind of scary. And now I'm like, okay, now I have to uh, cut up this buck solo. It's getting dark. In grizzly country. I can't can't hear. Yeah, I can't can't hear. (laughs) These are a great situation. So, yes, another... we're gonna add like little slight wins here for you,
2: but like just realize. But like, you got a big slam dunk loose. No, I don't really have a slam. I don't have a don't big slam
0: dunk, it. but like that is another win for that. Like when the situation like that, you're amped up. Everyone yeah. gets excited when they're hunting, and right. you always want to put your. I always you'll see me always like even harvest photos. I forget to take the ear things off, but it's like always on my neck. But sometimes
2: you're here the moment, you forget to put them on. Pre suppressor, I never, I never remember to put them on. Yeah, it's always I just I don't.
1: And if so, you're not getting amped up, you should not be hunting. Yeah. yeah. I plugged my ears when my wife shot her bull with a bow. It's on video. That's how amped up I was. (laughs) I literally, I'm not kidding. It's on video. I plugged my ears. My wife was shooting a bow.
2: That's that's how amped up I was. That's crazy. And
1: if you're not that amped up, you know, just saying maybe you don't love it as much. That's all I'm
2: saying. Especially, I mean, and after how many hunts you've been on.
1: Oh, I I, I have no issues. Like people talk about, you know, stone cold, this and that. No, I'm not that at all. No, I'm, I'm not. That's hell. why I do it. It's that <laughs> mental battle, that full draw like that. That's why I, I love it. It's the only thing in my life that can get me completely spun out, out of control. Mm-hmm. And I have to somehow figure out a way to get myself back centered, execute. And I love that. That's yep. my favorite part about it. It's awesome. It's but, awesome. Keep going.
0: Oh, uh, I was going to say to you, like, I do feel bad, though as a person who does go to a, you know, a rifle range, every now and then I love shooting by myself in the desert, but I do go to a rifle range and, you know, covered canopies. And I'm the uncivilized guy I've been told that I take shots and everyone even with their, ear, everyone has ear pros on, you know, but like you're really ringing everyone else's ear, even with their ear pros on and they all have suppressors. And I'm that guy, the only usually I'm on the only one too. It always happens. Like I'm the only one. There's like five other guys next to me all suppressed. Yeah. And then like all the material from the top constantly is like falling off the, the <laughs> canopy because my brake is just so nasty. It's See, those people I just want
2: to tell the man up like you're at a gun range. It's okay. Just, I don't just shoot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't have suppressors to be considerate Yeah, of anybody you, other than me and my friends, you know, because I think it's a plus for yeah. our scenario. You have, I haven't heard you say one con
1: on your list yet.
2: Okay, my my cons. My cons I'm are reading cost. it over your shoulder. I'm yet. waiting for him to ask you if he can start a suppressor sales division. At <laughs> That's where I think he's getting so worked up.
0: So, so, so my my one of my big cons is cost. You know, like it's a it's a definite consideration when you compare to like you know whatever, 150 to 250 dollar you know high quality muzzle break. Yeah. You're talking you know,
2: what thousands of dollars? Yeah, yeah I mean the a, a good even the titanium cans right now in today's market you're anywhere between 800 and 1200 for a good 30 cal you know i mean you're quality pretty, can you're
1: pretty well safely over a thousand no matter what tax stamp all in you're over a thousand yes
2: you gotta you gotta pay uncle sam his 200 yeah. um which we'll we'll leave that alone um unless we want more f words for today's episode but um <laughs> i think the the, the titanium can down the fence just released really cool high volume can direct thread i mean really high quality suppressor um, that one's rated a thousand bucks on the shelf and it's an it's an incredible suppressor yeah um, that one right there on that on that Uh, The end of that gun, I want to say, is seven ninety nine. Yeah. So you. But you are. Yeah. I I
1: have suppressors on every single one of my guns except two, and I am not as uh, you know educated and and, uh, nerdy and data driven about the exacts of why and why not. That's why I'm letting you two have it out. But I, I have I have fourteen guns suppressed and two not suppressed.
3: Yeah, I don't believe in shooting guns
1: unsuppressed. And I will I will I will jump in after Brady gets through his cons, and you guys can talk about it in a lot smarter format than me and just my one on one reasons.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean the, the only time I think the last shot the only shot I've taken on an animal with a rifle without a suppressor probably in the last ten years is when I went to Mexico. Yeah. And couldn't take it. Yeah. And I dreaded, I dreaded shooting, shooting the gun. That's I didn't want to. That's one of Brady's
1: cons, and I completely agree. That, that's one of his cons. Is travel. Is it's yeah, not legal. Not legal everywhere. So another
0: one, yeah, not legal in every state and country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, I, that's I get a that.
1: real headache. That's why I have two guns that are not suppressed. Yep. Those are those guns that, I, that travel. And
0: you know me, I, I pretty much
1: have, I do have one. multiple rifles, but yeah. I have one. You have one.
0: One gun that I hunt with all the time. Your like,
1: gun is like my bow. I've been shooting the Hanlon X since 2016, yeah. and I don't change a thing. And yep. have shooting so, a 438 grain arrow. Halon X since 2016 haven't changed a thing. Yep. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I eat chicken parm at every restaurant I go to. So I, <laughs> I, I like, I like the concept. Okay. I don't,
0: so that's a big one for me. Like, you know, traveling internationally like I did last year. I w- like I would hunt with it all year. And then I, if I had a suppressor, I'd have to take it off for that hunt. And then it would just kind of mess with me. Like, Oh, now I have to change my load development, possibly change point of impact. Point of impact's easy to deal with, but it's going to affect everything else. It's going to slow it down. It's going to speed it up. All those thoughts start creeping in my head. I don't like negative thoughts. I always try to speak, positive in everything i do in life just like amp myself up sure. walk myself through things so like that's just a thought to me no, use it, to never that,
2: it. it's real it's real I, i'll show you my in my geobalistics app i have that gun built suppressed and unsuppressed yeah and it's a different profile yeah. it's profile a and profile b and so if i rip that can off the impact 4000 goes back to telling me what i need to do and it's already compensating mm-hmm. for so there's you know, you obviously have to re zero yep. when you take the can off. But as far as like once you have the velocities and all, it's not, I, I understand. I, I don't like to add any more complication to my scenario than I have to either, for okay. sure.
0: Another one of my big cons, this one's big for me length. Length is actually an issue to me mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. Um, You know, if I have hunting boots on, I'm six foot six. So if I have a 26, 28, if I, you know, have some crazy 30 inch barrel, whatever, mm-hmm. that's going to stick up. Very long ways, and I, I don't believe in the short barrel trend. So that's another. I, I'm Man. old school. I'm more. I'm short barrel trend than I am a suppressor. I'm very hard Cut on this those
2: barrels down. I don't like cutting a barrel down. I don't mm. like messing with the stuff. I would up. love to understand. Get it. can you guys talk about that? Why barrels? Yeah, because <laughs> I uh, there's there's a velocity argument, but yeah. but I'm a guy slow, slow that your shot down. with like so I'm a six five PRC guy. If if I'm in North America, I'm shooting 6.5 PRC. The comments right now, I can feel people's keyboards on fire because they want to tell me I should have a 300 PRC. Look, I was on 6.5 PRC before 300 PRC was a thing, and much like not changing your bow, I love that gun. I've killed Buffalo with it. That gun's probably killed 30 elk in people's hands. I've shot Coos Deer at 800. The gun's never failed me. I've never shot anything that didn't fall down. Um, I had to shoot an All Dad with it twice. That thing didn't want to die. I shot him twice. Like that thing, and it's an 18 inch 6.5 PRC. And the comments will tell you that you can't have an 18 inch 6.5 PRC. The guy that built it didn't want to build it. He's like, you got to have a 24. Once we built that gun, he's like, dude, we are building 18 inch PRCs. Like this gun bangs what, hard.
1: What is like statistically data, anything to support the difference of short and long barrels? Like, what is, what is even the point? What's the difference? <sighs> There's
2: there's increased muzzle velocity, which at distance will will give you, in theory, better uh, better accuracy. But there's a lot there's a lot of other things in that equation, like the bullet. Yeah. Um, Siri's listening to me, which means the CIA is listening to me. Stop. <laughs> um, so there, there's so many things that go into that equation. A lot of guys like to. I feel this is me talking personally. Take all the brands I represent out of it. I think that longer barrels can sometimes be a crutch mm-hmm. for not doing the rest of the work. There's a lot of other Valid. work that can be put in to refine that process that where I can get away with a shorter gun. I shoot 16 inch 308 out way. I mean, that gun I've touched steel at 1400
3: mm-hmm.
2: guys will tell you, you can't, Oh, you know, a 16 inch five, five, six, we ring steel at eight, 900 guys will tell you, you, can't do that. We do it all day, do it all day. Because we're doing, the, we're doing all the other work. The, the yeah. ballistics are there. We're, we're accurately calling wind. I mean, our, our skill set is refined everywhere instead of just the crutch of, well, faster bullet, get places faster where I want it to go. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just think there's more to it. And I kill a lot of stuff really far away with short guns. There's
0: probably something to be said about barrel harmonics, too. I mean, what, barrel, do you, what do you
2: shoot? Barrel.
0: 26. I mean, do,
1: you, do you have a reason why?
0: I mean, it's a Browning. Browning has. Yeah, but, so I, but they Browning, Browning has some like, Browning has some shorter offerings. Like I would go longer if possible. I'd go make a twenty-eight. Why? Just a little bit of added speed. I mean, like I said, like speed can be used as a crutch, but it could help yeah, you. Yeah, but the situation. not, not no, in well, the, not in the way that, not in the
1: way that Jared was talking about. Yeah, I could see you picking up speed the same way. The same reason I'm switching to the Matthews lift yeah. finally and after seven years of shooting the hill on is yeah. I do want speed and I'm not, I don't want speed to just get the arrow there faster. I want speed for yeah. certain hunting situations that I, I would just prefer to pick up a little bit of speed and a heavier arrow. And I this want is, to shoot a heavier arrow.
0: This is where I'm just old school. Yeah. I'm kind of old school stubborn. I like the look of a long barrel. I like the look of it. I like it behind it. I like just everything to me. It's like, classic looking yeah. precision, long range. Listen,
1: and cliches are cliche for a reason. Look good, feel good, play good. No, yeah. I Age old locker room saying there is so much to that. That's what all these people that, you know, jump in with their comments and, you know, you can't shoot a six, five PRC here, or there, this link, <laughs> whatever. It's a lot of, it, all that is, it's a lot of look good, feel good, play good, right? It's like I mean, yeah, when you, I- when you have something in your mind, that's just like, Yep. That looks good. Super comfortable. You have confidence in it right when you pick it up. There's so much to be said for that before you, in my opinion, I'm the one-on-one guy. Cause I don't, you know, I don't do what you guys do with guns or any of that stuff, but there's so much to be said that when you pick something up and you're like, yep, that's the first comment in your head. She should just, just have that, that confidence. Yeah. That inner mind, that inner voice in your head. That's just like, yep. Love this thing. That well, there's a lot to be said. There for is that. too.
2: Like I would never try to use six, five PRC to anchor an animal. Yeah. You ain't shooting through a shoulder. Like mm-hmm. there's no secret there. Whereas 300 wind mag. I mean, dude, you, you can pop an elk and lay him down, shoot him in the shoulder. I mean, obviously that's not the goal, but if it hits him in the shoulder, and yeah, you we, need to anchor bad, him because well, your first shot was maybe bad. And now it's right. like, no, you got yeah, and they, those things are all <laughs> real. Um, and I'm not tooting my, my marksmanship horn, marksmanship horn here, but, I have never had a struggle, and and I do enjoy arguing the six five, because um, yep. there's a cult, like the cult of people that think the six five shouldn't be hunted with, is, and it's mainly Creedmoor, not PRC, yeah. is probably the most entertaining cult to like. If you ever want to have three bourbons and get into it with somebody, suggest that 6.5 is like the most the most valid hunting caliber. Guys will just jump you. Me
1: and you should go on <laughs> it's a hunt wild and have a couple cocktails around a fire. We should after the hunt and just sit there on social and go back and forth. And we'll on I, stay, I stay so quiet on social. Like yeah. I don't, we should just have a couple of drinks after a good hunt and just start going. Yeah. You, you saw me jumping in, in, jumping into I'll all bring, of it.
0: I'll bring the bourbon. You saw I'm me today when you got back from lunch, I was laughing and I was like, I just had to show you this and it was a 6.5 Creedmoor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just
2: laughing to myself. It was, it was so perfect. so fun. And that is the old school guys. The old school guys that want to hate on 6.5 Creedmoor, yeah. it, it is one of the more entertaining things to just yeah. scroll oh. through and read. Going you know, going back to the
0: length though, this is another part of the length that I don't think a lot of people talk about. But it's one that's multifaceted in my explanation. That I hope I'll make sense of this. So length to me is also an issue when I put a suppressor on. Obviously I said like it's super tall, tuned to tall longer barrel when I'm hiking around, it's gonna catch on things. Okay, mm-hmm. to explain that. But the thing the area that I think people don't think about, trying to put that baby in a gun case, trying to put that thing in a soft case, fit it in a hard case. Now, yes. There is quick detach, you know, things. Yes, you can spin it off. Mm-hmm. But again, in my mind, my, my super dialed, try to do everything perfect, like mentality that I have on, I impose on myself. If I twist something off and put it on, yep. is it exactly perfect yep. the next time? So that's where I get also just mess with my mind. Like say I'm, you know, I'm dialed to kill an animal. At, I'm going to say it, a random distance, 650 yards. And now I spin that suppressor off before the hunt, and I put it in a hard case. And I'm flying somewhere. I have to put that back on there. Quick to disconnect or not? Mm-hmm. Is did that barrel harmonic slightly change? Yeah. No, it stresses. Or that, that point of impact could be different, diff, different at a distance. And yes, closer might not make sense. Yes, you shouldn't always shoot animals far range. I'm not supporting long range. Shit happens, though. But it's what guess. happens. Yeah.
2: So in my mind, no, I that, think about that. That stresses me out too, and it is the reason that when I do hunt with a can, if I have taken it off at all since the last zero I will confirm zero before I hunt I I will not I don't care if I have to blow an opening morning I'm I'm with you that is the biggest thing that stresses me out with hunting with a can is if it has come off since I've since I've confirmed and built my positivity know my setup's golden and I'm just I'm just amped until I have put the can on there and shot a five shot group I don't I don't go out in the field
0: yeah and that's where too you could say like well you know, I could put reference marks on there, which sure, I would probably take some silver Sharpie marker, mark the barrel, mark on top of it. That way I know exactly, but I'm still Like you said, I want to do it, Justin, that will shoot yeah. beforehand. And that's where you can say too, the shorter barrel is going to be beneficial with the, with the can on it because it will fit into a soft gun case. It will fit into a hard gun case, you know? So I just think about that a little bit too. Yeah. Um, then we we're talking about barrel harmonics. I see, I don't I see it a lot where people are shooting with, I don't know what you call them on a the suppressor, but just a cover. A mm-hmm. little cover on, on on the suppressor. Yep. And they take them off and shoot, and they put them back on and shoot, and they take them off and you shoot. Don't, I don't understand the The weight yeah. difference to yeah. me yeah. is,
2: it's a mirage yeah. cover. But if you're shooting that many rounds through your bolt gun, we have a bigger issue to talk about. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like we're not. It's not an AR. It's not yeah. a machine gun. It's not mounted at an ECP or on top of a vehicle. Like we don't need. If mirage is a problem for you hunting from your suppressor, we have a much different skill set that we need to be refining. Yeah. <laughs> but but I've, but I've
0: seen guys who are just using them for hunting and they shoot with them on, and shoot them off. I'm like, yeah, I don't have real world tests because I've never hunted with a suppressor or really shot with it. But to me, that's weight on, weight off. That's changing barrel harmonics. You, if you're going to do one, you have to stick with one and stay with that
3: I, cover I'd on, agree, or, agree or
0: just keep it off the whole time. Yeah, I would agree with you. So that's just a, maybe a pet peeve thing in mind, Like yeah. people should just stick with one and not do that. Uh, wait period is another con for me. And I say this every single time. Cause like, yes, if I thought about getting a suppressor two years ago, I would have had it by now. But then I start to think about one. Oh wait, I thought
2: you meant weight, like physical weight period. Not no. the waiting period. Waiting period. Oh yeah. The waiting Thanks. period of
0: actually yeah, getting big, that baby in my hand, mounting it on my precision rifle.
3: Yeah. No, so right. like,
0: yeah, it does take a long time to actually get it. But like I said, most people think about it and then say the wait period is an issue, and then the next year they're like, "Gosh, I wish I had a suppressor." Well, you should have just ordered it last year, and you would have had it by now. And I did just see that thing that came about There's some bill that might speed these things up like ninety days. They are
2: they are speeded up. They're trying it's the if the logic the E
1: four forms that failed really no
2: no E, e forms are going yeah like those, got, I got those one took it from
1: week. like those took it from like eleven months down to like what four or five four, months. Four to five. Yeah. yeah. My, the e-forms are like four or five months. Now. A lot
2: of guys will get them in four to five. Uh, truthfully, I picked up a can last week. Um, I put that in in March, so that one was closer to, so what, seven. So that kind of sucked. The ATF
3: wait times are currently 232
2: days for an e-file. 232 okay. days. Yeah. But so I swear I saw so something so like this last week. It was better for a while. Yeah, it and, was better for a while because I, I got one in four and a half months. You mean you mean the government has become just riding an efficiency roller coaster? There's no a shocker. way. Yeah. What a concept. And that I think that's a con too. Is I think people get frustrated with, okay, so you can do a background check on me. I'm allowed to possess the firearm. Now you have to do an extended background check that you can openly tell me is the same background check, but it takes 232 days, and I have to pay an extra $200 tax stamp. Like, no thank you, Gov. You mm. know, and I I get that frustration. I also. Despise hearing protection. So so that was the next one down below. The government knowing. <laughs> they know who as, you are, as, I know. They you already, they I- are, they already know I'm already in there. Yeah, like we you obviously keep questionable company. They know who you are. Like yeah. we're yeah. they're I mean serious and sitting here listening to everything we're saying. So one
0: of my last cons that I wrote down on here is actually in both a pro and a con. Oh boy. These are my favorite ones. Okay. Pro. We'll say we'll say it's a pro first and then I'll go on the con. Pro. It looks good. Con? It looks good. Because what I say earlier, looks don't kill. That's true. So it's just. I'm going to say it. it. Seems like it's a.
2: It's. I feel like you're going back to racism here. I really do.
0: It, it seems like a cool kid, cool thing to do on a on a hunting rifle. Throw throw a suppressor on there, and it's just for. Oh,
2: we're just we're making advancements. Look at the look at the tan yes, box of joy yes, bolted yes. to I the know, top, right? Like just, I said, I'm not going to. Technology.
0: I'm not going to gain a lot of friends from this podcast. All right. But yeah, it's on both for me because I,
2: I, I guarantee you the comments don't even. There's nothing valid of what we've talked no, about. No, I know it's we're all six-five bullshit in the comments. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm no this one's yeah. I yeah.
1: No, I like no I said. Like I said, I have 16 guns. 14 of them are suppressed, and that's that's pistols. And I'm talking everything. I got a couple AR platforms. I have a couple like home home defense ones. Sure. I have what's that? Yeah, the Mac 11. I got I have suppressors on on all those. That one to me is like super straightforward. Mm-hmm. If something does go down in my house, I'm looking to still communicate with my family and not right. blow everyone's ears out. That one's right. super straightforward. It's also you know, point of inca- impact, har- barrel harmonics, all that's not as important and that's in the shortcut, yeah. Now, my hunting rifles. So I have five different hunting rifles, three are suppressed, two are not. Um now, like Brady, I I use one of the suppressed when I can, and I use one of the unsuppressed when I can. It's not like I'm really switching back and forth. But I, I hunt primarily with a rifle. I am primarily with my family. Like that is, I can't really remember the last, other than Mexico, which they're not allowed, but I can't really remember the last state's hunt that I was hunting with a gun, but not with my family. And the story you were telling about the mom and her disabled kid and all that, when you're hunting with your family and there's kids running, wives running, people who don't do this stuff all the time, mm-hmm. communication is so important, mm-hmm. so important, and just no one's got earplugs in. No one's plugging their ears. Everyone's mm-hmm. capable of communication right there on the spot. That's why I went suppressed with my family, I had my son four years ago, knew I was going to take him hunting, started buying suppressors four and a half years ago, um, and they've been rolling in ever since. Yeah. You know? So on,
0: on that same subject, I want to tell a quick quick story with the same mm-hmm. thing. So this summer when I was at the Western Hunting Summit with Ryan Lampers, I was giving some seminars and I was doing like a long range shooting course. Like during one, one night when a bunch of just activities were going on, families were talking, like it was, there was we just had dinner and that was it. Like, hey, let's go shoot some steel. There's some steel targets set up. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys was gonna go, he was, he's suppressed. He's shooting a Sixth more, suppressed. He had a little kid shooting it next to it, shooting phenomenal. Like you could talk back and forth to each other, have conversations, yeah. talking about where he's impacting. And then I was like, he was like, Brady, go get your gun. Let's try to shoot at a mile. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get my 300 rum out of my case, but but then to go do that, I had to go around and tell everyone, like, hey, I'm shooting, generally in near, code. just in the zip code. <laughs> right. Hey, now I'm gonna shoot. Plug you your guys ears. are gonna to have to plug your ears, and now it's gonna be uncomfortable for those people who are just having a good time. they they were like, you know, 100, 200 yards away, like in a yeah. different little area, but I felt like I should go walk up to them and say, hey, I'm gonna shoot right now. It's gonna be loud. I, you probably will have to plug your ears. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that again is the the pro to suppress because mm. i had to walk by and tell everyone and then it became an uncom not an uncomfortable situation but just wasn't as ideal because everyone was shooting comfortably there's people standing behind there looking through spotters yeah. like talking back and forth and now when i'm up there everyone's plugging their yeah. ears or grabbing ear pros and doing all that yeah. stuff so
1: the, the gun i have it on for my my wife's gun primarily is six five two eighty four and it's so quiet with the can i have on that like unreal quiet and uh You know, my kid don't have to plug his ears. We've we've taken my niece, my other nephews, like it's just so nice to not make sure your kid's wearing earplugs. Oh, like the whole mess right there. It
2: it keeps them engaged too. And it keeps them engaged. They hear the the gunshot go off. Yeah, they hear the
1: gunshot go off, but they're not like completely terrified of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, having said all that, I do have more confidence in my my gun that I take to Mexico, the one that's unsuppressed, for Mm -hmm. all the reasons that Brady talks about. I know that gun just doesn't change. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? No matter where, what it is, it's also a six five two eighty four. Um, the, that, the confidence that Brady's talking about, like in my little one-on-one mind, that's where I go is like, like, what's changing when this thing comes on and off? And is it loose? Isn't it's not loose. It's just one more thing that I think about now, having said that, like I said before, I'm primarily bow hunting in the last, I mean, the last rifle hunts I've been with my family. So it's been all suppressed Mm -hmm. and it's literally only for the fact of, my family first, yeah. not long range, not, you know, uh, shit. We're, uh, my wife's not shooting long range, long range anyways. You know what I mean? She's shooting three, four hundred yards. Sure. Um, but that's like, that's my one on one mind of why I started to get them and why I have them.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, but the, to your cons, like I have more confidence in my six, five, two eighty four. That is not suppressed. I have more confidence shooting that gun. Well, it's yeah. real.
2: There's less variables. There's yeah. no there's no argument yeah. Yeah. to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Tell you what though, training, when you're training a child on a firearm, whether it be say just general safety or we we've done classes where we're getting kids into like positional shooting mm-hmm. shoot off a stick shoot off a tripod shoot off a backpack how to get prone quickly all that when you're practicing that stuff with a can it's way more effective because yep. they're focused on the skill set and not the bang not, yeah we're not no, the, no. we take all the bang out and then once the bang is gone we get a little bit of recoil reduction i will agree with you the right the right break it does better mm-hmm. but we're getting at least something out of the can recoil reduction but i'm taking that shock and all factor out and then the kid is much more focused i get more rounds in the session instead of like i get three rounds out of them i might get 30 rounds out of them and we can practice we can get it more refined and so i for the families and kids i i love the family and kid aspect of cans as well and it's not it's not a perfect solution like it's not the last thing that you know everyone ever needed
1: but literally my only decision to buy and spend the money on a can it does suck spending the money though it is not fun
2: and waiting, knowing that it is the same background check done by probably somebody yeah. less qualified. Yes, ATF. I don't like you, less qualified. And and there you go. And and all of a sudden now I'm allowed to have it. I mean, mm-hmm. here I put in three cans in March, on the same form, on the same trust. Me and my wife's fingerprints are on it. Everything. The same day. Three cans. One came back. Two are still pending. Yeah, it's <laughs> so crazy. Who, who wants to explain that to me? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. But, you know, it's just the process is frustrating. But yeah. it,
1: it is it is frustrating, and that's what keeps me from buying the new ones that are coming out. No, I my hunting gun is a titanium that uh God, I can't remember the name. The LT something. No, not the rugged. It's a No. I'll think of it. Yeah, that, that shoot Just confidently thing. That
0: was another one that was on my pros for mm-hmm. younger kids. Because like, if you are, most kids are scared of the bang, like you put it.
1: Yeah, not so much the recoil,
3: more it's the, ba- bang. It's the, bang. It's the bang. So
0: it's going to get that. It's going to get around them. They're going to be more, more confident. They're going to be a, maybe a, a better shot. Want to go shooting more with you. Want to hang out with you more. Want to do these activities with you. So that's a very big positive to get rid of the bang for new shooters. Yeah and they're going to be more comfortable.
3: At
2: the end not of the day, it's like anything else, right? There's, there's, It's a good solution. It's not the only solution that anyone ever needs. It's not, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I feel like you guys have agreed with each other way too much. I feel like I this. won.
2: I just feel like I won 100%, actually. Gosh. Well, really? well, the, yeah. He's, I've, I've had this conversation. With his con list is good, but...
1: So yeah, Say you weren't heated at all.
2: No, no. I, I... I was hoping for more.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, the the all the things I list, like I said, I am very old school in my thought process and I like my hunting rifle with a break. I don't know if I'll hunt with a suppressed anytime soon. Sure. Sure. I'm not gonna say never I because know. it's a, big I thing. Have a new
2: life goal to get you to hunt with and, like and a, a, short a word, suppressed rifle. Everyone always
0: says is I read, I read through all the comments. Once you shoot your suppressed suppress, you never go back. Sure. That's constantly the case, but like I do love a break. I love, I, I so love You it. do
1: hunt solo <laughs> a lot. Too. Yeah. yeah.
0: I just, it works for me. And if I know if it works for me, and it's proven and I can just do it all the time. Why change? But, and it also one of the cons is, even though I love the guy very much, absolutely love the person as a human, individual, everything. But one of the cons is Cody Boar shoots suppressed. <laughs> so that's so, also why I don't want very to be loud because, about because it. Then, because then we can have these little fun arguments back yeah. and forth about breaks are better, suppressors are better. And that's where that video came apart. I'm, I'm totally here We're really that. good friends and that's I'm why we for want that. to go forward. So that's another con.
2: All right, so life goal, Brady Miller shooting a bull with a short suppressed rifle. That would be that something. Is, that, that would is break is the internet. right there, On video. On Proof video. Proof it happened. Okay.
0: But I will throw it out there too, though. I am glad there is an option for people to shoot suppressed. Like if, you know, more people should be able to have them. They no, should be able to get them. You should be able to get them easier. I'm all for that. Yep. 100%. Cool. But to me, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a break guy.
1: You weren't that heated though. Yeah. A little disappointed. Gosh, I don't know. you no. gave a lot of you gave a lot of pros and all of that.
0: I did because there, there is a lot of pros more than I expected.
2: There is especially th- when you said you had a list. I was like, oh, I might have needed a list. Yeah. I should have done more homework.
1: I mean, the pro the pro is just so simple. It's just the overall communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah communication.
2: Is especially, especially when you bring the family. Like, when you yeah, start talking about family, family kids, it's a it's uh, all not communication. Like
1: a, and so, then making sure that. You know, my son and my niece or nephew, whoever's with us, like, who cares? No one's got earplugs in. Don't have to ask. Don't got to make sure they have it in. They want to go in there. Yeah.
2: They're not, their ears don't ring for two days and they're like, you know what? I don't want to go hunt again. That was miserable. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like they want to go again because everything you take that, that scariness out of it or, you know, it's
1: now one of the guns that I do have is a six, five with a with a, uh, just Creedmoor with a suppressor on it. And I have subsonic ammo. Whoa. Yeah, I mean it's only a hundred yard gun, but whoa! Have you ever shot anything with it? No, I I've, the thud, so that's my is son. Amazing as my son gets going, and yeah. so he's four and a half now. That's that's the gun I'm gonna get him going on. Yeah. It is like you literally don't hear. You yeah. hear the trigger click, mm-hmm. like that's how quiet it is.
2: That's yeah, cool. Bolt guns suppressed with subsonic, yeah. Or, and they're it was, rad. So I, I have that built for him. It's that's gonna.
1: Cool. Can't remember the barrel length. I really didn't care. I just built a six, five subsonic ammo with a suppressor and it's so quiet. That's awesome. So as soon, as, good, he's, good as, soon as he starts like understanding target acquisition, you know, gun fundamentals, all that stuff, that's what he's going to start shooting.
2: Good thing about how amazing his fundamentals are going to be coming up on that gun when you take the bang out of yeah. it though. And it's just shooting be, 50 yards, 100 yards,
1: just, you know, just getting the reps in. That's all I built it for. For sure. Maybe sitting in a whitetail blind one day. <laughs> Who knows?
2: Shoot way, to, way to 100 hit a 100 yards. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, the, the thought is it's way different. Yeah, so I'm excited for I, do my have, son.
0: I do have one more con.
1: Kill
2: it.
0: It's just, again, I don't have that much experience in this. I've never competed in this, but I do look at this sport activity to get, like, slight inspiration, slight, you know, just trying to become a better shot so I can make a one-shot kill perfectly every time. So I follow ELR a lot. Mm-hmm. Which is? Extreme long range, like shooting competitions, like shooting at you know king of two miles, okay, all that stuff. I look at all their setups. Mm-hmm. No one has a suppressed rifle. No, when you're a, when you're shooting you're 375 5 enablers, you mm-hmm. know 375 shy techs, like you're shooting big boy cartridges. So, I just, some,
2: some of that is the available suppressors, though. Yes, people have developed. There's also a part of me, me
1: though, like once you get to a 300, does it actually matter? What do you mean? I don't have a I don't have a 330 like
2: cal it like, like quiet does
1: it actually to be... make a difference to not wear hearing protection yes.
2: yes yeah
1: even at even at that big of
3: a gun <clears throat> doesn't we'll
1: yeah Cody's telling me we're going to take his 300 PRC out and that I'll notice a, a sound difference but uh, to the point where important. I don't even need ear protection
2: yes but but suppressor selection becomes more important the, the larger caliber you go yeah. yes yeah. and so of that's course that's cans get more expensive and the mounting solutions get harder to work with and i mean there's it gets more just like when you take a car over you know a thousand horsepower things new problems come up yeah, yeah. and it's the same concept
3: mm-hmm.
0: so that's a good point that uh, they just i don't have them for the bigger cartridges like that but i just look at precision shooting i'm talking about long-range precision shooting mm-hmm. not PRS type stuff that people just don't use suppressed yeah and just you know always struck me as interesting yep.
1: i've never had the opportunity of because my wife she's a good shot and we don't take long shots with her obviously but the the where they don't know where it's coming from mm-hmm. I've never had that experience but I can see why
2: it's I've so I, I, I and I'm why. not tooting my horn I, I don't have that problem either typically when I'm personally hunting but doing this stuff with the kids it's so, I mean they they look through and it's like you know you tell them hey do you have a big clear image
3: because if yeah. you're looking
2: through a little black hole there's a little black ghost dance, dancing around the scope something's wrong we need to move your head forward and back right you're yeah. coaching them and mm-hmm. you're trying and you've done the the practice with them and still it's the first time they're ever looking at anything standing in front of them they're going to kill now we have the killing part to work through mentally we have all this stuff going on Yeah um the misses happen the misses happen a lot with kids and so when they when that when they can get a you know if heck, we just had a cow elk you need one in Arizona we, we run up, we get to the top of this hill, getting ready to shoot. Do you have a good shot? No. And this is a kid that's, that's done some shooting. Run to the next hill, they they blow out. Run to the next hill, get to the top, lay in there. And they're, they're only like 350, 400. We had time, we take our time. Hey, take your time, catch your breath. I'm getting a range. I'm looking at his data cards. We didn't have the impact with us. His gun and, and clean miss on the first shot, suppressed. And that cow stood there and went, looking around and I said just hold hold one MOI higher yeah. you know and and or whatever the correction that I gave him and and he smoked her and I, she, c- I
1: can see that I haven't so it, had that experience but yeah. I could see that
2: and she was working our favor she's standing in tall grass the ball yep. didn't hit a rock it hit dirt yeah. there's so many there's still a lot still, of factors yeah, like, so it's, not a, it's not a, like the ultimate band-aid for like animals don't move when you shoot at them but it's something working in your favor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're ever on the other side of it and a bullet comes by you and the shooter had a suppressor on, it's very difficult to tell where it came from.
0: Yeah, that's why. I you're
2: like telling me like other d- countries have suppressors. Very suppressors. difficult. Suppressors. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you're getting to get me worked up. You want to see worked up? How the hell do the other countries have the suppressors? Because uh, our favorite uncle buried them in the sand and gave it to him. Yeah. <laughs> like like I said earlier. Have it you been shot at from a suppressor? I have been on the wrong end of a suppressor.
1: And it was like different sounding? Really difficult. Oh,
2: absolutely. And you can barely tell where it's coming from. That's pretty uh
1: eerie yeah. to know. Yeah. You know, yeah. like holy shit, where was that?
2: Mm-hmm. Like I said
0: earlier, like that's what I fully believe. Like a suppressed m- rifle, if you're a sniper, makes sense to me one hundred percent. And I've had where we're you're getting hunting, shot at back, so like I would on, fully want a suppressed rifle if I was a sniper. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like on some of these youth hunts too, like that that hunt there's like three hundred and fifty tags out there in unit one. And there's all kinds of people that have suppressors. And they start shooting from different ridges and you're like well, where was that one from? Mm, yeah, And then you look and you're looking and you're glassing and you're trying to figure out where, because you're like, A, I don't want to be shooting the same cow. B, I don't want to be anywhere near the front end of that yeah. gun. And you start glassing around trying to find out where that person's shooting from, and it's hard. Mm. It's really hard. Whereas somebody racks one off with a break.
1: Oh, you know exactly. You know exactly yeah. where they yeah. are.
2: Half the time you can still see the dirt that's yeah. popped up in the air. you know. Because so, yeah. that's the other thing you don't get is you don't get dirt spraying around with cans. So if you're laying in the grass, it's just signature reduction.
0: Yeah. It's a big deal. I don't think so. we want each other over.
1: Well, I think I want 100%. i I'm the perfect politician for this. I think I want hundred percent. I, I, I don't think I lost camps. at all. Perfect I'm, politician for this. Aren't I'm you? honestly
2: in both camps too. I, I but I do believe there's more more pros than cons.
1: No, you you're in suppressor camp.
2: Seven and a half out of ten.
1: I'm like genuinely I'm like riding the five. No, like I'm, I I'm I see defi- both I'm sides. I'm definitely so leaning
2: easy. In, I'm definitely leaning in suppressor for sure. I see both sides so easy. Like it,
1: to me it, it comes down to what the situation is. It's like what the hunt is hunting solo, you know, making sure everything's good. Just knowing you're rolling confidence, look good, feel good, play good. Yeah. makes total sense. Then at kids, wives, all that stuff, no mm-hmm. chance. I'm bringing out an unsuppressed gun.
2: Yeah. And all well, you're, and you're, you're willing to carry more jackets and more food. So yeah. they're comfortable yeah. and you carry a chair for them. And you know, we just do that stuff because that's what we should do. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So it changes the game for, for all of us for sure.
1: I could really be a politician on this one. Cool. I could just ride both sides. No one could get mad at me.
2: <laughs> someone will still find a way to <laughs> so, get mad someone at you will still find a way. But I'm telling honest. you, the comments uh, are just going to be, you can't shoot Elk with 6.5. That's all that's going to be in the comments. <laughs> yeah,
0: or Brady needs to stop shooting What if I cows? take my
2: son to
1: shoot a uh, cow elk 6.5 subsonic? You,
2: you're going to get me to argue with, uh, with you on that one. <laughs>
1: you're going to have to be... No, I would never. You're going to be putting in inner, that that inner was That was jokes, yeah. people, people, jokes. Calm down.
2: Yeah, that was a good discussion, though raccoons though yeah raccoons raccoons are great subsonic yeah. coyotes when they're in your when they're in your uh, backyard wife's uh, chicken coop yeah. mm-hmm. good subsonic
0: good topic of this conversation
2: went well it went fine i'm you're, still you're disappointed. the only one using the f-word which is great so i did yeah. get heated then a little bit but I I was mean, that was about the missing
1: thing that like, was yeah that wasn't about the suppressors that was no. about missing
0: which i know uh, yeah, i deserve heat when i deserve it so whatever
1: <laughs> no one is allowed to miss brady no one oh. and if you miss then you're a shitty hunter that's what the internet wants you to believe so that's what the internet wants you to believe if you've ever missed in your entire life you are a shitty hunter you should yep. not be hunting yep.
2: those new hats that's look the
1: great. way that goes right like it's always perfect yeah
2: well everybody on the internet's perfect oh yeah. all the
1: time for sure all the time they're all
2: too. experts usually the ones that can't spell the new hats look great by the way yeah, those are cool. Yeah, those are really cool. Well, they they out good. Throwback. You guys did awesome with us. There's, an, there's another color of it, too. I saw on the way in. Yeah, the tan. I might steal one on the way out.
1: It's yeah. cool. You should. You give me an impact, I'll give you a hat. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 my my uh, Lorenzo gifting uh, allocation is pretty, yeah. pretty uh, solid for the day. Yeah, that's true. I'll try it tomorrow. Yeah, there we go. It's a new day. Honestly, if I could get another one, brightly with it, day. it's just so darn. They are so darn backordered. Yeah. It's been an awesome response. So we're definitely. Th- that's what's
0: super cool to me is like the response has been really well. You know, hunting, tactical side, like everything. Like people are enjoying them. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's cool to make stuff that people get behind and it helps them out. Mm-hmm. Badass. When's the next How long we been
1: going? Getting getting to the end. <laughs> yeah.
0: When's the next time we're gonna have you down?
2: I don't know. Um, where are we at? We're in November. Probably SHOT Show. SHOT Show we'll see, yeah. So probably pre-SHOT Show, come down, spend a day, hang out in the office, and then We've been talking to see Then go to SHOT. Yeah. Yeah, you guys need to come out to Flag.
1: I, yeah. Man, I drove through Flagstaff again for the first time in a long time, On going out to New Mexico. I love Flagstaff.
2: It's a, it's, it's a cool, a cool town. place. Yeah, you just avoid the college and everything's great. Yeah. But yeah. No, it's been, uh, it's been good. We're getting ready for snow. Good big hunts coming up? Had a three-degree day the other day. Uh, no, help on a couple elk hunts. Elk hunts excuse me. Um, had some, some pretty good heavy personal and professional stuff this year. I didn't want to draw a, I hate to say okay tag, but I didn't want to just draw something and know that I wasn't going to be able to dedicate to mm. it. So I shot for the moon, didn't draw any of my moon stuff. That was great. Uh, kind of got through the season. Helped a bunch of people. Had a uh, four elk on my back this year so far. So that was, it was nice. nice still, got out, still got out in the woods. Still got to pack stuff out. Yep. Got to test that new pack, that pack you hunted with. I took the, so uh, I took the little brother to it out. Uh Three of those four elk were in that pack. So yeah. So it's been a, been a good year, but I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't pulled a trick on anything myself. So, but I have good points stacked up next year. I got my eye on a, I have my eye on a Kaibab archery tag for next year. So
1: let's go. It's been doing so well too.
0: Gosh, you see those bucks? Ooh. It's
1: crazy. They killed some and giants. Kebab Ky- is doing giants amazing up there. So <laughs> it's like one of the one, really only the one of the very few mule deer units you can look to and be like, oh yeah, that's on the up. You mm-hmm. know, like it's doing well. Dream tag.
3: Yeah.
0: Can only dream. Yeah, appreciate you coming down, jumping the podcast, showing some cool stuff. Always appreciate you guys having me, letting us always letting us rant for a little bit, show us some products. And, and got you to one?
2: eat chicken parm at a restaurant
0: with a chicken <laughs> I ate chicken with parm for the cloth. first time in my life.
1: With a tablecloth.
0: Been a great week. Yeah.
1: So yeah. proper, Brady. I'm, expanding. So I'm slowly expanding my am slowly expanding put your napkin in your lap or in your shirt collar? No, it
0: was on my lap. Wow. Okay, good.
1: Yeah. Just making sure. You know, the last
0: time I went in there, I took my hat off. I'm like, I do not want to go to a fancy restaurant and I have to take my hat off. Like, I
1: know. It is so frustrating when they uh, tell you to do that. No, I, I don't. Oh, yeah, Cody made him yeah. take it off. It's the whole hat. Look, if you want me to take off my hat to be in your restaurant, I don't want to be in there anyways. Like I am am willing to go to your place. You need me. I don't need you. Like there's so many other places I can go get food. I know. I'm sorry if that sounds like an asshole. But it's like the customer. You know, if I want to walk in here like this to enjoy your food. This is how I want to walk in here. Don't tell me I need to wear jeans and no hat and this. I mean, you got like, pants
2: on. Like we have the things I mean, We got pants the on. On. Yeah. We got, but like, not the jeans. Basics. Maybe
1: maybe I got joggers the on or sweatpants or. Right. Restaurant
3: was saying that. That's a
1: me. Yeah. No, that was a Mister. No, I which. The, the the manners thing the the manners thing I completely get, but we're not. It's not the same world anymore. You know what I mean? Like, manners have shifted. Not I. We're hunting with suppressors still, now, Cody, okay? We can wear hats very, the We're yeah. hunting with suppressors. I want to be clear so I don't get yelled at. I am a huge believer in, you know, in, in tradition and in the American tradition, all that stuff. But restaurants, not being able to wear a hat, like that's one of the, it's 2023. Like, let's drop that one. Wearing a collared shirt to a golf course, it's 2023. Can we please drop that one? Like, it's just, there's certain things where it's like, come on, man. It's not 1950s
2: anymore. Golf's, yeah. golf's a no go, but. It's a different day. Yeah,
0: who
1: goes? <laughs> Morals and traditions. I'm big fan of. Very much keep those uh, in line. Yeah, but like the little things, taking off a hat. I don't want to be there anyways. If you're gonna tell me to take off my hat, I'm not. Yeah, I'm
2: the same way with tucking, like tucking in a button-up shirt. Yeah, I don't why? have to tuck in a button-up shirt. Anymore. Yeah, why? What's right. the point? Like, no, what is the why? It? Is because I have a suppressor on my gun. I don't. Need <laughs> yeah. to, you don't need, I don't to, need to, to, get to tuck a suppressor.
1: All those little. It's funny when you start talking about those little things. Like, yeah, why? Right. What's the point?
2: Well look at the amount of like you can't do business with a hat on, or you can't do business in a t shirt. Like look I mean, look what, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's you can have tattoos back in the day, that show you have to always cover your tattoos up now anything goes. Dude,
2: when I was in the Marine Corps, they wanted us covering tattoos. You're gonna talk about some bullshit. <laughs> the
1: Marine Corps. The Marine Corps. Yeah. Then I
2: got I was working at a gun store. They made guys who would cover up their tattoos at the gun store. What? Yeah. Racist against tattoos, just like you and your uh friend. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Wow, man. All right. We can end it there. Cool. before we get ourselves in more trouble. Keep going. Right.
0: Appreciate you guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for sticking with me on. Let me rant a little bit. Hey,
3: always a pleasure.
1: All
0: right. Catch you on the book, side.